Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 what, what is his goal? Welcome to the immigrant section with Abbas Wahab. Today's guest is Ezra Shetu, aka Ezra Pound, Toronto scene's hottest. Fuck yeah, Ezra, thank you for coming Woo. in today. I got you last second. I appreciate your availability. What's up, Toronto? <laughs> We're live. <laughs> At this point, we have done nothing to actually establish the podcast. But we're hoping once this goes out, Toronto will be like, yeah, we heard that. The immigrant connection, right? So this whole point, the whole idea behind this podcast was to talk to other immigrants. Because, you know, I came to Canada when I was six from Sudan. And I spent probably 20 years in a small town just doing my best to be as white as possible. Doing my best Fitting in. to fit in. And then at one point... At any cost. At any cost. And then at one point, you realize... your own identity. Exactly. You're at a loss. You're like, fuck, I spent all this time trying to be them, and I didn't look into any of this shit, right? So I'm like, nah, let's just own that shit. Talk about the hacks, all the things you learned on the way, because I think every immigrant has some fucking funny-ass stories, lessons. I I love... love, uh, Yeah, there's a black Your story is interesting as hell. Well, uh, my mom's story is interesting as hell. Mine is, mine is pretty interesting. Yeah, sure. Um, you know. So just give give a general overview of there your mom. There was so and your... much. What do we want to talk about? My mom's my mom's from Ethiopia. She's an immigrant. She escaped. She's a refugee, right? Refugee. S- escaping war, coming to, you know, this great white nation to start again. And get a better life. And she did that through education. What you study? Yo, I just learned something about my mom. What? Crazy. I love this. I love it. I love it, right? Because, like, she's 60 now, so she's breaking down. Physically? Like, no. No, no, no. Her walls are breaking down. She's re- she's becoming more friends with me. You know? Gotcha. Okay, all right. So I got this weird relationship, you know? And so she tells me stuff. She's like, Ezra, you know... I'm like, Mom, where were you? Who are you? Like, who raised you, right? Yeah. My grandfather, this judge. Ethiopian judge. Okay. Fucking Ethiopian judge for the monarch, for Haile Selassie, his personal judge. Is Ethiopia still a monarchy? Not anymore, baby, since the 80s. That's the world she left, my father. She she had to learn uh, fucking... What happened with her grandpa? Did she dip as a family or... Well, she grew up. I found out how my mom grew up as opposed to how I grew up. This is how severe it changed. Imagine having everything, then having nothing, right? And then moving to another country... And then slaving away, making your way up, and grinding until you get to the top. Then you come back down again. Then you go right back up, and you stay up in debt. (laughs) But, you know, 60 in debt, you're doing great. (laughs) You're great. I thought you were about to learn something about, drop some hard knowledge. (laughs) I was like, this guy went for the the low-hanging fruit. But, dude, I get it, it. man. That's Tons of ups and downs. Dude, you hear that story a million times, man. It's preaching to the choir. Lots of immigrants. You leave everything coming here to hustle and uh, guarantee the futures of your kids. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is half your kids fuck up, right? Because now they're in this society. Now they're in this culture that they're just like outsiders. And they don't do anything to fit in. I mean, okay, so that's us. So So your mom had you in Canada. Yeah, 30 years old. She 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 just got over here, you yeah. know, been here for an hour. Yeah, and then had a kid. 
You're gonna say she had like four dollars in her pocket. Oh That's my god, she had say. she had one bike. Her <laughs> father, my father, had to like carry her on his back on his bike to go to school for eighteen hours a day. Legit, huh? Was yeah, it but then they got their masters. You know, my mom could. My mom was always like, "Yo, you know, I could have been a doctor if it wasn't for you." You know, and that's she the pressure. That, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, you know what I feel like? Wait, I feel like one do? of those babies. You know, like every, who, people who can't have babies. You know, and they put all this money into having the baby, <laughs> right? Yeah. They spend like thirty thousand dollars on this kid, and then the kid turns out to be a fuck up. <laughs> like what a waste. That's what it is. That's how I feel. You make this huge <laughs> My mom tells me all the time. So you have this guilt you grow up with, like. You better make something of yourself, you know? Yeah. This is our only shot here. You fuck it up. We're fucked. And I understand your brother is quote unquote made it. But he's a lawyer. He's He's going to be a lawyer. He's going to be a lawyer, right? So in her eyes, what does she say about him? He's a fucking success. He's fucking. Have you ever been around your mom? He's an anarchist, man. That kid is great. He's perfect for law. He's perfect. My little brother. He wants the same to way, fucking man. just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My little brother's the exact same. He way. wants to fuck the government over, fuck the criminal justice. I'm like Yanni, can you even be like this as a lawyer? He's like, fuck him, I don't care. I'm like, what? Dude, this is like law. He's gonna be this crazy. Like Jamie Foxx. He's gonna be a fucking Johnny Cochran. He's just gonna get murderers off forever. Have you ever murdering? Have you ever been there with your mom while she introduced you? And your brother, like to uh, like a family friend or something. Yes. Who does she introduce first? Family friend, my mom's yeah. family friend. Oh. Uh, no, I well, guess my family friend would have known your whole life. So let's say a new adult, and she's introducing her kids. How would the introduction usually go? Uh, they go, uh, you know, uh, this is my son. He's a crane operator. He he makes lots of money. Oh, she'll mention the hundred percent. Okay, that's African as shit. That is, get it on a table. That's some immigrant section that's shit. That's right Jewish. There. Just yeah? very Jewish. Yeah. Oh. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He yeah. makes a dumb. He makes a You know, people need to know how much money you. Spend. Mashallah, brother makes six figures. Mashallah, yes. he did. That's what. That Mashallah, I... he has the degree. Mashallah, the beat. Mashallah. Yeah. hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, yeah. that's the one. And then what she said about your uh, brother? My Does she brother, say to she's be? so proud. I'm proud of him because he, I don't know if I should say this, but he went to, uh, and then I'm, you know what, I'm not going to say that. But you can figure, bad things happen, right? When yeah. you're young, yeah. you get caught by the cops, you get something, slap on the wrist here and there, and then it changes your whole perspective. And then you end up becoming. So your brother dealt with the yeah, judicial system. Yeah, he dealt that justice system. The penal system, system he got way, it. Okay, in dude. a very light way. And not it re- fucking kinda. worked. But yeah, it worked and like a charm, did it not? On it and he, he studies it, and he's he's got this fire. He's just a great cat, man. You know, he's a good guy. You know, I wish we were closer. You, I don't know how are you. How are you with your brothers? Because it's like so I have. So I have a, a great distance between me and my siblings for the most yeah. part. This is a result of like being raised in a way where it's like everyone was. Uh, everyone's kind of like. Competing, right? Competing yeah. kids. Immigrant kids have to compete. So just like in the same scenario as you, you had one brother. I had five siblings. All right. Mm-hmm. I have three brothers, two sisters. All right. Four yeah. living now. But everyone is competing. So the ones who are doing good get put up. The ones who are doing getting fucked up that are fucking up, they're saying, "Yo, you need to step your game up and be like so and so." Right? Yeah. So that drives a wedge between everybody. Yeah. Yeah. They pit each other against each other. That's what happened. So now. Now there's the echoes of that. The echoes of that are this weird echoes. competition that is not existing anymore. But yeah. now it's like it's there's like this you're distance. a human. 
but yeah. we have no We're connection. All these exactly. We ha we only had. I don't want to say no connection. Not no. But loose. It's almost it's makes loose. you uncomfortable how loose and fragile it, it is. It does. I have a better connection with. I have closer friends than connections I made with siblings. You live longer. You're gonna have better connections. Be with family. I think. I, I feel it, dude. The further away. Because there was turmoil yeah. early on, right? Yeah, it's just you pain and getting through stuff with people. You don't really look at each other because you're with each other the whole time. Yo, Drew, Drew Tice, he's my roommate, he's an actor. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to make it big or whatever. You know, acting and I believe in him and stuff like that. I like just sending out love to people like that. But like, he and um, he, he still gets on my nerves. But How I long have you known this dude? A long time, like seven years or All something. Right. Okay, okay. Um, Main boy. Yeah, it's like weird how I met him through an ex, through an ex's girlfriend. They were friends, and then we they just were became, friends. Yeah, they were friends. We dated them. But they played Monopoly on weekends. What do you mean they were friends? Oh well, no, <laughs> they would drink and uh, you know do lots of drugs on oh. Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. no? All right, you so know, they were friends. They were friends around yeah. twenty. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, one of them has a baby. But anyways, yeah, I met him through that, and then we became good friends, and now we're roommates. We've been roommates for a couple years, and you just start to kind of like understand like oh dude this guy's more like family right now than he is even anybody else this guy sees me all the time he's my roommate oh yeah man but family now you you're not with him well i'm not with him i don't know about you but like my mom's at my mom's at home i see her every day i don't know you see your mom every I see day every now? day now because yeah of the condition you know, yeah. condition yeah hell yeah that i'm in you know uh but uh yeah she's she's great and she's changing man i love seeing you think Shame. she's opening up yes. uh, because of the condition? Mm, yeah, it's cancer, testicle it? cancer. I yeah. might as well just say. Yeah, we're It'll being be just ominous. Fucking weird. Yeah, is she opening up fucking as a result of the condition? The condition. Yeah, the condition with Ezra, <laughs> Ezra Pound. Ezra has AIDS, all right? Yeah. You're going to yeah. hear it sooner or later. He has AIDS. Oh, and I just put my face all over the <laughs> microphone. I just shared a sub with him. Yeah, dude. Um, no. She's opening up. Not really opening up. Just kind of being more, uh, more of a friend. Trying to share. You know, it's just weird becoming friends because my dad's dead. Yeah. And after my dad died, my family didn't really know how to be. The father it kind of sets the tone for the family. You know. Yeah. It's course. a good tonal thing because the you know the mother is a mother and she's busy nurturing the hell out of you until she smothers the shit out of you and then uh, gives you all these problems. And your father is supposed to be like this godly figure, right? Supposed to be like, this don't disrespect him. Don't yeah, fuck them over. Just, yeah, yeah, very, very stone figure. Not really supposed to have emotions, but supposed to show you like, you know, do it. But he's also the one that encourages you to take risks. He's supposed to scare the shit out of you. That's really what it is. He's From supposed, to, he's supposed to fear him. Yeah. yeah. That's a fear. Not in general. It's a fear you're that he can to, hurt. You're, yeah. You're supposed well, to not fuck up as a fear of him. Sure. Not just generally fear him. No, that's true. How old was as that? A How old were you when he passed? 18. 18. Did your mom have to, like, did you have to do a big shift? Big shift. Yeah, there's a big shift. The biggest shift was uh, moving to the other house. Moving is a bitch, but when death and then moving, yeah. that's even more of a bitch, right? Plus, I was dating this girl, and she wasn't right for me, and then this, you know, they were a Stovall girl, Stacey Davis. Shout out to Stacey Davis, and uh, 
Whoever that Altamari. They got married the... and had a kid right after I broke up with her. That's a fucking finger in the and face. And so it's just like, we're happy, fuck you. I guess. I didn't want it. But you dude, know what? Man, I get it, dude. My brother passed away in the house, and that mm. house had this, like, darkness oh, around yeah. it, especially oh, my with God. my mom. And that's, dude, that's dude, the, yeah. I, and they feel that religious? mystical shit. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Mystical. We had to get out of the house because my what mom. The fuck? Dude. Yeah. Uh, you're Catholic or Muslim? Catholic. Catholic. Very Catholic. Did your mom ever have, like, the Bible playing? Like a tape recorder of the of someone reciting the Bible, reciting the recital, Bible. like no. and so Joseph ran. We weren't allowed to sing, no, <laughs> or whatever it is. Right? We 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 were not like that, man. Our Bible was fucking crazy. Our religion was even weirder because we were East Eastern Orthodox, but it's Ethiopian Eastern Orthodox. So you just never which, eat. Yeah, we never <laughs> eat, and we celebrate Christmas wrong and Easter wrong, and yeah. everything's wrong. Yeah, it's like, are you For Christian? Life, you are you Catholic? What are you? Yeah, what are you, dude? But you're Muslim, which I think is the better religion. Dude, my mom, super it's so much more dedicated. Muslim. If you went around my house, bro, after my brother passed away, yeah. his bedroom, my mom would always keep a tape recorder in it, just blasting Quran. Always blasted. I would come home. You guys home. do that over there too, though. But they play it in the airwaves. So oh, you'll yeah. never well, hear Bible the being the spread like. Yeah, but you'll never hear that here. It's, it's called. Right? The... Can you imagine hearing it, dude? Go to Brampton. Just go like, to go to small towns. Gone. You'll hear it. It'll, it won't be that loud. But yeah. What is it? Ezekiel. Yeah. Wait, yeah. It can't be too God loud, will okay. rain down justice <laughs> upon your <laughs> life and murder your kill and your children if you don't love him enough. Bro, we, I, the community I was raised in was so religious. Hell Satan. People would talk about who their favorite reciters were. They'd be Reciters. like, yo, man, Sudeis all day. No. Sudeis. Ah. That's, like, that's like the it's main like Saudi guy. Yo, yeah, yeah, straight up, yo. Like, yo. How much money is in Sudeis? that? I would do that. That's Nipsey Hustle of Quran. Nipsey so Hustle yeah. of the Quran, yeah. dog. I wish I knew uh, that. Rest in peace. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I am. You know, I'm embarrassed to say, and I and. So I, he's very religious. What are you embarrassed to say? Sorry, I cut you. Dude, off. I never listened to Nipsey Hussle until he died. Of course not. Who 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 knew? You know what? Nipsey Hussle was an this. uncovered. How many people a, a raw knew about him? It's uncovered raw talent exactly. that died. Exactly. I mean, That's what uncovered is a tough word because like well, people were in the know. People fucking knew. And they loved him. Yes. He had this cult following. Exactly. Which that is got why exposed it's even more in special. his death, right? It's more special because underground, dude, underground, any. That's the key to everything is underground anything. You, you get to the source, the real source, the stuff before it gets propaganda y. That's what I spent my, that's what I started realizing. I'm a cultivator. I like to cult, I like to find and seek little jewels, you know? So wait, art. so you're saying you knew Nipsey before he died? No, but that's so great <laughs> when they die and yeah. then they, you, you get to recognize them for their stuff, you know what I mean? Because would you rather have not, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It's terrible man. that he's dead That's and it's terrible nature. I didn't know. That's human nature, man. But I now I know. Like Mac Miller, Mac Miller died, and isn't it, every time an artist dies, it's, it's interesting to see how much their the volume of their music plays spikes. It spikes to a level they could never achieve in life. Yes. So it's like they get immortalized in, or at least in the wake of their death. There's like a month where they, no it spikes. No matter what secrets come out after. Dude, Mac Miller no now, they're gonna, 10 years secrets. from now, they're going to talk about Mac Miller like he was the the god. You know, right now, obviously, like I'm there's a lot of fans. Of that. I'm, I'm honest... a big fan of him, but th think of Tupac. Think, of how we talk, well, think about how we talk about right. Tupac. There's people that worship Tupac. Have you yeah. ever met major Tupac fans? They talk about him like he's Jesus, man. 
he's alive, man. Seven day theory, Machiavelli, this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tupac is obsession. Strange one. You know what I love? Biggie Smalls, and I always thought Jay Z killed Biggie. Period. Like Jay Z's uh, organization, or yep. he himself killed Biggie. Him, maybe someone else. For sure. Like Jay Z was in the car. Biggie, was did, did, I think. was and, Biggie's and death a drive-by? Pitched it against him so he could be the king of New York. Boom! Right? He's saying in his head, yes. Was Biggie's death a drive-by? I don't. Mm, yeah. It was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Technically a drive-by, so they pulled up next to him and shot at him from another car. It was not like a spray and pray kind uh, of thing. Like they pulled they up knew. to his window. And they aimed at in the back passenger. Okay, so they never went into it's park. They kept, they kept it in drive. They kept it in drive. They shot and they were off. Yeah, I think they got dude. very good luck pulling up to a set of red lights, and that basically slowed down Biggie's car. And they only slowed down just enough, I think, to fire five shots, and that was that. Jeez. For sure, a hit, prefer, professional or very sloppy, whatever. I don't know, but it worked. And then there's like zero investment that goes into like actually. It was paid. Man, it's a whole scandal. It's to take over the rap game, bro. Money, 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 and power, dude. And you see, you know where this is where this is what's great too, because like, it's like when there's struggle somewhere, you have to be careful of the vultures, because absolutely, I don't think it's this you, that's crazy you get conspiracy to power. kill them. It's one jealous person that didn't make it in something when Biggie was coming up. You know how, like, Hitler didn't get into art school and they always say that? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a big, yeah, ambition so it's like of people. He got fucked over, right, yeah. in that case. Yeah. So Biggie fucked at a small scale. Biggie went ahead as some guy. Maybe there was some guy that, like, was lyrically all there. He was writing every day for years. He was the cat on the street. Then comes his fat-ass 16-year-old that's freestyling like crazy. And suddenly they're not talking about that Steve, is, this the, is what, the conscious rap guy, right? For sure. This is one... Uh, I mean, no matter what, the talent's going to come out, the talent. But pe certain people get chosen and pushed through. Okay, believe me, man. There is a network of people, all right, that are... And no matter what you fucking want to call it, people realize that in a, a small group, they can make better decisions, you know, for things. So if you have a small group of people, like-minded people, you aim that shit, you know, you can get, you can push through people. And no so, matter no matter if the smartest guy, no matter if the most talented gets pushed through, which should be, but, you know, he could be, he, you could be nothing. You could be like Nas uncovered. I got for you. fucking all ever so and not get pushed through. What do you think it is in the rap game? Like a council rap game of and elder same black as people in any game. That are like, take him out. It's government. It's uh, politics. It's money. He's wearing it's teams. <laughs> Gucci from head to toe. He's <laughs> He's gotten too fly. He's yeah. Go. You know what I do? I find, yeah. It's uh, probably people who are controlling most of the uh, black people in whatever city you are from. Dude, man, I don't think anything is like as organized as we like to think. Based on the movies, we think there's one evil dude. No, at the no, top. It's, yeah, it's much more you know spread I mean? out. Yeah, dude, if it's you, a symptom shoot, of society. It's not. This isn't like magic here. This if is you had just anything, to what lose, happens when people you, come together? Would you ever fire off at someone if you had things to lose? No, I think the people that are shooting at him are deprived. Really? They might. Yeah. What? I think. They, I think they saw a thing. A thing. With him, if you had money, you would never risk him and a public murder. Him and Tupac, yes, and blame it on Tupac, yeah. 
Okay, that's how you get Tupac's away with it. Hardcore people. That's how you get away. With thought it. it was a revenge thing. Oh man, you make it whatever. But West keep Coast, mind, we're East talking Coast. with zero facts right now. Oh, I, also, I watched three movies. Everything is speculation. I watched, I watched Biggie Smalls. I even watched the one with Johnny Depp. But that was about his life, not Which wasn't not as about good. the the death. That was sub. That was like a documentary of his life, not how it like oh, the no. mystery of his death. It was was a, it about the oh, mysteries of bro, his death? Oh, bro, I got so much information. It's crazy. I I got fucking eight hours of information. Let's two facts. Biggie's Give me two bro. facts about Biggie's death. How many shots were fired? What day did it happen? Oh, how much did he matter. weigh the at the time of death? The real shit that matters is that the cops had is corruption after corruption after corruption uh, with Biggie and Tupac. And it was just all swept under the rugs by drug dealers and and fucked up po political affairs. This is for money and power of rap, which is an industry. It makes billions. You know what I mean? Like, look at look at all these rappers, man. Like having control, seizing control of the West and the East. That's why, bro, Death Row Records. That's why. That's why P Diddy. That's why Jay Z's where he's at. If Biggie was alive and Tupac was alive. All these other motherfuckers would not have been at the height of they will. Nah, nah, nigga. No. Yo, has any... They had to die. Is there and they, a documentary? And it was orchestrated. Is there a story or documentary of Suge Knight's life yet? Yes. He's gangsters. fuck. I know he's gangsters. as fuck, you should, but you is should, there something You should listen else? to him. Dude... Man, he's a fantastic I, I still have, person. I still have that poster on my wall no of, uh, what is it? It's not bad boys, is it? It's not murdering. That's Ja Rule. It's, um... Death Row is Death the Suge Knight one. Death Row, Suge Knight, and, uh, Shook. Tupac with the, uh, leather, uh, bulletproof vest and, uh, Snoop Dogg in the back. I still got that poster. The, uh, documentary, the, I think it's called The Assassination of Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur. Yeah. They basically Broke go, go f full out, like, no, this was Suge Knight. This was, like, a plan, uh, yeah. he hired... Vegas cops who had been implicated in helping like murder for hire, other murder for hire schemes. There was a uh, uh, like the main guy in Tupac's. So entourage. he hired hitmen. He oh, hired known hitmen. Oh yeah, and killed Tupac Gangsta. for economic. But I don't know. Tupac the... apparently one week before had attempted to uh, again. This is like beat up. What he says, the other guy. break in oh. to death row to steal. I'm putting all this in quotes. Oh, yeah. His yeah. own masters. Oh, so yeah. the masters are like basically the original copies from which you can make the MP3 or the CD or the vinyl. Oh. So apparently, one week after Tupac tried to go into death row in the middle of the night to take his masters, one week later he's in Vegas, gets shot in like a near perfect scenario. But but yeah. I'll say this, Suge Knight made it to the top. He was a smart businessman. He was Ruthless. cutthroat. He was driving the car. He, there is no way a smart man at the top of a business would uh, okay a hit on someone sitting in the passenger seats through just loose bullets. There's he, no way that would happen. That, that's a, probably the best hole you could poke in that. Because I would say it's a Think gr about it. great Who conspiracy other like, than... Shoot him. I'm in the driver's seat. Just don't shoot me. Yeah, the only time Suge has ever taken like in real risks is when he is being attacked. Like when he ran those guys over. Like That's the only time he's ever done any kind of like... In front of the gas station, you exactly. Mean? Oh, yeah, I didn't like, know that was an attack. I thought I thought that was a revenge run over. Uh, well, he the way the way I saw it was Suge Knight was about to either get shot or dragged out of his car and stomped oh. brutally badly. Yeah. So th that I saw is like Suge is under attack and he's about to get hurt. That's why he 
he, he ran over that, that guy and who killed that guy. Yeah, I don't think he would have. He's not an idiot. I don't think he ever would have, like, no. I agree with you. I think just who he is as a guy is, like, he would not be personally ever so close yeah. unless he absolutely had to. That's why I think he ran over those guys is because I think Suge he probably thought to. he was about to die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I see him okaying a hit where he's in the car. Just to make sense. Yeah, I think it's just, like, he is such a, has such a notorious record from being, like, Involved in organized crime in L.A. and Vegas, so he's definitely got like a bad reputation. And there's a the one of the guys in Tupac's entourage who was an ex-cop said like, um, the Las Vegas police refused to interview me, and I was like, uh, told that day that. Uh, and it was a change of the plans. Like, I wasn't allowed to wear my gun. I was taken off, like, the inside walkie communi- like walkie-talkie communication with these new bodyguards. Like, he says, like, everything changed that day. Like, Suge Knight was pulling so many strings and that, like, the circumstances of that day were so out of the ordinary. Like, I c- can't believe that he didn't have something to do with it. And he's an ex-cop. Jesus. But- yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I highly that recommend Shug that Knight... documentary. Uh, what's it called again? I believe it's yeah, called The Assassination it. of yeah. Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur. And it basically it's just tracks yeah. more like the sort of lightly implicates ba- like um, P. Diddy and Bad yes. Boy of just oh. like yes. they they had kind of like you were saying, like they had a lot of like thuggish guys yeah. from the same neighborhood and Beefs. then yeah, all of a weird. sudden Goons, yeah. you have this 16 year old who is not getting treated like anyone else in bad boy it was all of a sudden it's like bad boy was really biggie yeah and then everyone exactly. else was second so there was a they basically make it seem like there's a power shift there was a huge hungry. power shift mm-hmm. and yeah. the guys who lost power were yeah. not like really rappers they yeah. were like oh we're done well i guess let's get out of here yeah I mean, they were biggie's like got this one tough tough guys who had some raps thugs. and so they were just like thugs who are trying to just capitalize on the rap market exactly yeah. and you so know? like kind of <laughs> like with takashi yeah. 69 like yeah. Takeshi Six Nine. I don't is even not, think he's a thug. Though. No, he's not. But no, the guys but he's friends with are exactly. uh, are gotcha. legit exactly. like career yeah. gang members. They might about. not be like the you know black nation. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. In he every got city. released on witness relocation. Huh? He snitched hard, and now he's just how some... could he go to jail? Yeah, though? Right. like he. You can't put him in administrative segregation where he's, like, by himself for, like, 24-7, and he, everyone hates him now. Mm-hmm. And the one guy he did ride out on was, like, he killed two people. Like, he obviously knows some people, some other people in jail. Yeah, I, I'm actually really surprised that, uh, to going back to Suge Knight, when they... When they when I heard the news that he's going back for a hard time, I really suspected that he would die right away in prison. That, he's, like... He's when, got bad health problems too. I think he has a real bad heart. Okay, yeah. They need to he needs to pass and then they'll wait a year and then they're gonna drop a movie. It's gonna be called either Suge or Knight. One of those two, I think Suge. Yeah, or maybe just about death row, because I don't know if Suge Knight is gonna ever like release the rights to his own yeah. life story. What about after your death? How does it work with uh I think it's free game, what's your death? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I really so that's actually a good him to point. die any second. As soon as he dies, as oh maybe he's such a businessman, as soon as he he's about to die, he'll probably try to sell the uh the uh rights just to hook up his final debtors, his family, whoever it is. Yeah, like sell it to hookup. Dre or somebody else who has made like other rap movies recently, and yeah. they were sort of in this very similar, ran in similar circles. So yeah, I, 
it's yeah. bound to be made a movie. It's such an interesting story. Just from like the documentary, like the stuff that's like definitely true is like insane. It doesn't like prove beyond any doubt that he's like the guy who did it, but he has a crazy fucking life. Yeah, I to go wish from I like see. Uh, he did. He actually put out a documentary. Oh yeah, there's a couple. There's the right original now. the Death Row documentary it's is still new. good. Oh really? Yeah. Showtime? Yes, Death Row. Uh, it's on HBO or Showtime uh, or uh, Crave. It's brand on new. Everything. I'm telling you. All platforms. You should. Yes, and it was him. It's him. It just came in out seat. on Showtime. Yeah. What's yeah, it it's called? Him sitting in a seat. He's gangster as hell. I watched it with my mom. It's called. Oh shit. American Dream, American Dream, Dream American Nightmare, oh. and Nightmare is spelled K N I. Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, the night. I knew they'd get the night in there somewhere. I love that kind of stuff, man. I love those kind of uh, uh, figures that come from the bottom. I lo- everybody loves that underdog thing. I love, I love like that Al Capone, the Italian thing. I love the Jewish thing. You know, I love all the Scottish people. You know what I mean? I love that whole rise to greatness. Dude, Suge Knight is just the black. Me. Tony Montana. Every, yeah, they you know? all share. There's a well, certain music instead of drugs, it's and probably yeah. with the drugs too. Just behind the scenes, nobody. We, certainly, his like f- close friends <laughs> all got convicted on like various drugs and weapons possession charges, and he's like the only guy uh, yeah, who he's keeps like, getting up. Yeah, listen, here's eighty thousand every month. Yes. Just take the fall on this. You'll have the best lawyer. Your kids are taken care of. That's apparently what a lot of, like, Death Row was. Like, they were hiring young guys with, like, the expectation of, like, hey, at some point, you take you're going to have to yeah. take a pitch. Yeah. Like, everybody's in the car, and we've got two automatic weapons with us and, like, a pound of weed that everywhere they're going. So, mm-hmm. whose are these? They're mine. The new guys. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's the, uh, but anyways, man, like, back to immigrant mentality. It's just, dude. This is so close to me because when I I came to Canada six years old, and thing. I grew up in these shitty uh, government subsidized neighborhoods. And right when I came to Canada in '97, Tupac died in '96. And when you grow up in a shitty neighborhood, Tupac is like the Messiah, dude. I learned English oh, yeah. pretty much from Tupac lyrics. Oh yeah. I used to, and I used to not like Biggie because I thought oh, really? growing up, I thought you either like Tupac or you like Biggie. That's so funny. And it was like in I high school, some guy was like, "Yo." I would, I would They're like both good rappers. What mix the them together. I would, I had turntables. I had nothing to say to that. I'm like, uh, Biggie, not. Uh. I had All right, I've listened to Juicy every day for the last four years. All right, I admit it. I had turntables, man. I used to, I used to scratch fucking uh, Tupac's Resurrection. Well, you know, sitting in the world through my rear view, not screen the guy that can't hear you. I love that, bro. Then you mix that shit into an East Coast beats. Man, I love that whole um, oh. man, DJs, man. Oh. Me East against Coast. the world. Dude, fucking just yeah, all ready eyes to on die. Me. Dude, the story of California I love, love too, I love that shit. I almost you like Biggie more than Tupac. I'm I, Tupac is a just great poet. Just because he's too angry the, for he me, took the man. An, Dude, Tupac is all over the place. He's you know just what a little I mean? angry He for goes, me. keep your head up. up. The black of the better, the sweet of the juices, the dark of the flesh and the deep of the oh, man, And then another so song is like, hate. I get around. You know? Yeah, it's like, come on, man. It's like, dude, you just got it's, mixed he, messages. You know what? He's schizophrenic as fuck and bipolar as fuck, right? Yeah, he and had crazy. like a split personality. Yeah. Half of the time he's like a poet and an activist, and yeah. then the rest time he was like, I, as gangster rapper yeah. as anyone else at the time. Literally. Yeah, it's cra- it's concerning. But Biggie felt like he was one dude the whole time. He loved his mama. I love this story. His mama's Jamaican. 
and they came from Jamaica or whatever the islands, right? I'm pretty sure. And then Queens. they and no, then they went yeah, to man. Jamaica Queens, Queens, is why they call it that. And then um, yeah, man, he's just the son of an immigrant mother, yeah, whose dude. father wasn't there. And then it's, it's the that's cycle. it, dude. And then, and then he was there for his baby daughter. Just gangsters, fuck, flowing as fuck. Trying to sell some. Trying to identify with the people around him that look like him. Which is what we're trying to do. But the thing is, we did it in Canada. So Canada, I grew up in Stouffville. You know Stouffville? I grew up in Stouffville, man. Like, I was born in Regina, Saskatchewan, one year old. Then I moved to Mississauga. I mean, to move to Toronto for a year. Then I moved to Mississauga for th four years, five years. Then I moved to fucking uh, Stouffville for six years. Where's then Stouffville? Stouffville's right by Markham. Do you know her to Markham? So, like, an hour from Toronto? It's 45 minutes, yeah. Okay. 50 kilometers. Is that where your mom lives now? Right now, she lives just north of Stovall, like 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm from Ballantrae. Oxbridge, like just Oxbridge. a bit north of there. So, yeah. yeah. I know that all. Yeah. Markham and Stovall, you basically go through all the time. You have to play them in hockey. And oh, hell yeah. The clip. So. Yeah. The, is it the Clippers? Stovall Clippers? Yeah, man. Um, That town is crazy. That town was great. And then I moved from there to California. So it's interesting, you know? Been all in Canada, then right to California, then back to Canada. Yeah, man. You had you had a lot of these experiences at a young age. Mm -hmm. I had the benefit mm -hmm. of staying in a consistent place, consistent high school for a long time. So I had that stability. Oh. And then after the fact is because I went to California too, but after I got my degree, after That's I better. went to school, right? Yeah, it was Much way more better. stable, right? Very for you, I know you. Uh, your time in California was crazy. It was uh, it was different, definitely the same as Tupac. It was the yeah exactly. Tupac went and he got pretty much thrown into Oakland, right? Yeah, and it was uh it was basically I came. But from he was this... going to art school and shit, he, well, trying to be a that, thug in the before neighborhood. Before that, but secretly taking the art bus. You know but, what I mean? Everyone's taking the normal bus. But that was in Chicago, I think. I think what happened was, I think, honestly, he saw... He was in the East Coast. He, I don't think in, he was in Chicago. In, no, no, no. I mean, when he went to California, he yeah. changed. I feel like he changed. Because he got put right in the center of the black plight. Yeah. You know but he I wasn't mean? going to art school there and shit like that. He was in Chicago. That was after art school. Before. Yeah, that was after art school. So I feel like it's the same thing for me. Like, like I was a certain type of person, and uh, I grew up only around white people, um... A lot of them were immigrants, you know, got a lot of Italians, got a lot of immigrant people coming in here, working hard, doing the trades and stuff like that up in Stouffville, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and it was great. It was fine, you know. Um, there's a little, little bit of racism, uh, uh, obviously, but that's everywhere. So what can you do? But a lot of the white people were great. We got gift baskets, you know. There was a note on our door that said, you know, to get out of town, but like, you know, and we're nigga. It was in cursive, so you didn't know how to read it. So you know, whatever, and then, right? you know, and then like... but then there was a gift basket, you know. Dude, and then, and this Italian family, I gotta say this, this Italian family, man, that across the street, they were great. There was a bunch of Italians that were fu fucking fantastic. There was a lot of a lot of uh, there was a, so many different types of whites, which which I really liked. The immigrant whites, they're funny. They're funny, dude. Russians, Jews. London had a lot of like British second, people. third, fourth, fifth gen. London had Canadian thoroughbreds, if that's even a fucking thing, right? London's yeah. got like white, like going back, like growing up in a cottage, white. You know what I mean? Well, like, you don't cottage yeah. on the weekends, kind of thing. Like, I mean, when I first came to Canada, when I was six, dude, six, seven, eight, I used to get invited to white people's places all the time for dinner. They would just use me to teach their kids to be grateful. Yeah. They would literally just offer, they would just literally constantly praise me for my appetite in I've, front of their but kids. But I felt, you know what's funny is like, I felt like one of them. 
You know, I didn't feel the white kids. Yeah, I wasn't black. I had a total, no, no, I acted, I wanted everyone to think Mm. that I was. What? One of them. But you were. But I wasn't at all. At all. It was, the acting was as conscious as. How can you act though? Because that's all you know. Because my climate at home and my, what I'm surrounded with Mm. is so non what that is. It was only like. Between, in the school hours, I had to be a, an actor. That's why I'm a pretty good actor these days, because I had to. I acted but as white as possible. You, but when I went home, mm-hmm. the home was Quran. It was Arabic. So there was no split. whiteness anymore. There was, there was a split. Yeah, there was physical ramifications to fuck ups. There was physical ramifications to bad marks. There's violence outside of the house. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not, the neighborhood's not white. The neighborhood's mostly refugees, right? Oh, really? So it's refugee issues. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, shit. I was in a government subsidized neighborhood. Limber, shout out Limber Lost. Project. I wasn't like that at all. Yeah, no, I was not in the suburbs until mm, uh, for I was 10 years or suburbs. so. No. Pure suburbs. It was, it, was, it, was, it was great. I came up with Somalians, fob Somalians for the most part. It was just. F- a big oh neighborhood God. full of fob Somalians, white trash, uh, refugee Arabs, mm. refu- some refugee Sudanese, obviously, and some Eastern uh, Europeans, like the Ukrainians. Ooh. The early, like, Communist uh, fresh you- Ukrainians. Straight Fresh commun- Ukrainians, yeah, with alcoholic fathers. Yeah, dude. You know? Borscht. <laughs> Borscht and vodka. Um, dude, I, uh, I had a great upbringing, but it got, it got very fractured around... Uh, like I was basically uh, this goody two shoes, mama's boy. Same here, man. Who Same did here, all man. the rules? Who Same here, man. Was number one, you know what I mean? Exactly. But Same boat. Because that's what they wanted. That's what they created. That's what's praised. Yes. The value system is if you achieve that, then you you get the love, right? Mm-hmm. So you do those things. You but you were praise. you never really part of. Okay, so I was a part, but I wasn't a part of. But I was a part, you know? So it was like this black kid who has great parents. Everybody would come over to my house for fucking... Every, but my mom was so open. Everybody was allowed to come over for Ethiopian food. Whatever it is, you come over. My mom will feed you. You can stay tonight. Ezra's cool. We're watching Boy Meets World. And then we're going to jerk off to Tabanga. You know what I mean? And then we're going to go home. We're going to fill your bellies. It was the best. It was Dude, so inviting. But it. then in California... Yeah. It was like not that they were working in far- high pharmaceuticals, so they were making like two hundred thousand dollars a year each. My mom and my dad, Jeez. in California, selling oxycontins Ooh. under the guise of big pharma, right? With the fucking, uh, you know, just they poison America. Most evil people, yeah. but they have yeah. no clue what they're doing, you know. But uh, you know, people it's just need- a big corporation. But they people need pills. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you're gonna need. You're gonna be in pain. You're gonna need a pain pill. Simple. All right, whether That's you abuse math. it or not, That's what are you gonna math. do? That's just mine. You want us to not have it? I don't know. I, I dude, go I had back it the and opposite. Forth. I had it the I go opposite. Back and forth. I had a bad name. Dude, my mom. <laughs> so I come from a very village background. So there's these villages are like village. tribal. Yeah, Sudan. Ooh. Like I come from, I was born That's in the cool. villages of Sudan. Tribal. 2,000, 3,000 population of the village. Whoa. So my mom was very tribal. So my mom told me everyone, she said, do not hang out with, she would list any of them. She said, don't hang out with them. They're bad. Don't hang out with Somalians. They're bad. Don't Ooh. hang out with white oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one was allowed you know to the house. <laughs> there was so much internalized racism that I always had, I carried it as a shame. Oh. So I would never let anybody near the house. I was known as that kid that you never went to his house. When people really? came to my house, I would close the door behind me. 
Because, bro, in the background, I had a, like, the, do you have bukhur? You know what I'm talking no. about? When the incense, yeah. that's cloudy as fuck. Oh, yeah, and yeah, just they a do this weird incense stuff. The door opens, the incense comes out, Quran is, oh, you can hear God. that. In the I was embarrassed by all that. I was trying to be white. Oh, yeah. Right? So yeah. I fucking, I'd, ne- I'd be like, yo, don't come to my house, you know? I'd be like, yo, don't come to my that's house, man. I'm in your spot, you know? Like, I'd be that kid. We beat the, uh... Uh, the Ethiopian out of we we beat it out of our family. Well, we came fresh. I mean, you were born here, right? We whitewashed our family real nice, real good. And you know, I say that with a lot of love because I love white culture. I'm telling you, you know what I mean. I love how can, all how of can it. You I love it? all of it. You're and, born here. You live here. How can yeah, you resent it's it? what I know. And you know what? But I love the mixing of black culture and white culture too. I love that. I love everything, bro. I just I'm like about like what, like, what like whatever the fuck you want to like. You know what I mean? I don't care. But like, dude, I'm telling you, uh, I got into like Dylan. And I got into, you know, I'm wearing an Ezra Pound hat, you know, like. Uh, what do you mean by Dylan? Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, okay. Got into, like, right. you know, crazy old films. Um, just, like, I love. As a result of the kids you Amer- were around? A Canadian and American culture. Yes. Just, I love it so much. And it was formed by that. So, you know, um, it was formed by people coming here and then having to, like, Find their own identity almost. Not, but bringing the past with them, but also having to forge a new one here and fucking push forward, you know? Like you're creator of your own identity. This is what I loved since a kid magic. Magic and fucking religion. You know why religion is fucking amazing? Because you can just fucking. If you really, if you really have your own personal Jesus, you can invent whatever you fucking want religion to be and live that way. Live by a code. Have a fucking, you know. But you, but the the Quran, you do you live by that? Cause I don't live by uh, whatever they say in the Bible. But for the most part, I'm fucking Jesus, baby. I never I'm Jesus as fuck. I never lived by the Quran, but I, I adopted Islam as if it was a team. <laughs> you know, how you're born into your parents are both. <laughs> Leafs fans, you were born as a Leafs fan. I have, right? Well, I'm born there. You're going to every game, you're cheering for the Leafs at home. That's how religion is the same kind of thing. I'm definitely, I can't not be. I shouldered that. If I shouldered that, like I, I, I applied those rules, I would be like, I'd be the guy to be like, yo, bro, your shorts are too short. You know, in Islam, you got to have your. Uh, belly button to knees covered, right? Yo, I can see your knees, bro. Whoa. Yo, let's go pray. Yo, are you fasting, bro? Let's see your tongue. That was a thing in the. Uh. That's a thing when in Ramadan, when you're fasting, if you didn't eat or drink, your tongue is white. So in the hood, like, yeah, all the Samoans, yo, you you fasting, bro? Let's see your tongue. You're the like, whitest no, tongue's the better. I'm, yeah, the whiter oh. the tongue, the the stronger your faith. You know what I mean? So that kind of stuff, right? I showed. I never really just read eat. the book. Just fucking. Eat. I just knew the team. I just knew the rules. God damn, son. You know what's crazy is like my. I never followed the rules. We never did anything. All we did was Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, fucking. You know, you say I hell. Well, we went to church every now and then, but it stopped around ten, twelve, something like that. I don't know. When school became more important than church. That's when we stopped going to church. Bro, from the ages of And they of believe nine, me, they were close. From the ages of 9 to 20, I prayed five times a day. What? For 11 oh. years, I prayed five times a day. For maybe five of those years, I would wake up at 5 a.m. No. to pray the Fajr prayer on time and then go back to sleep so I can make the 8 or 9. That's, uh, that's how deep in I was, you know? From when to when? 9 to 20. 9 to 20. Yeah. Fine, you know, like... 
How old are you in ninth, uh, ninth grade? Yeah. No, no, no. Ninth grade. Yeah. No, but what's ninth, ninth grade? grade? 14. 14. 14. Oh. Yeah, that's about when you got to start. Fourth making... grade to Listen, middle I of used university. To I used to pray oh. in high school. Oh. You know, I'm not ashamed of this, but I used to, I, I went to rehab. And I know that, yeah. I remember them 12 step rehab for oxy for oxycodons. Is it similar for all of the substances or they they tweak them? There's different programs for different people. I mean, but there's AA and NA, but a rehab's a rehab. But I always hear everybody 12 can steps. go. It's always 12, 12 steps. 12 steps is tw yeah, 12 steps is a 12 step program. Follow the steps. Is heroin like an extra step? No. Okay, all right, keep on. It's your own journey, each one. Each person goes through their own thing. But these 12 steps can help most people. Yeah. If you're on narcotics. I mean, opiates is a different type of addiction, right? I don't know if you guys heard. I mean, it's out there. People don't understand that opiates, you know, that's why you have these places popping up all over the place, you know, Narcan kits. People are being passed around, you know, because of the uh, fentanyl overdoses. Well, you guys heard about that? for that, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of coke, people are though. dying left, right, and center. Coke. No, dude, opiates are fucking, no, it's opi opiates are, are completely. It was fentanyl and all the other shit? I thought fentanyl was in the coke. Fentanyl is, this problem is, is like. Uh, you explain this the, to me. The prop. This is the problem. People put fentanyl Nobody to knows make shit. it slightly to make their product slightly no. more addictive. Well, maybe that's one. Way you could definitely. That's a. That's a thing you can do if you want to. But fentanyl Otherwise, is expensive. How does fentanyl get? What's the reason that it even gets into? What's you, the benefit? Do you know why? Yeah. So fentanyl. It's basically um, elephant tranquilizer, and then these. Basically, the story is a chemist in France basically figured out how to make it into like a powdered form. Oh they my could God. buy all the chemicals legally from China. So if you're just separating them, like I don't know the specific names, but you could have like a t a shipping container filled with solution A as long as you don't have a drop of solution B in it oh. and then they do a whole container of solution be like they wow. it's very e easy and cheap to get the source materials and once it's made like they've had cops die because they open up a bag and just like the air that makes a couple little dust particles come up it's enough to kill you. Kill it. So it, it, it kills you. What is the, oh, where is it used? Well, how does it get it's into So it's basically, if you get bad, well, I mean, actually for cancer patients, like they make transdermal patches. So it's like a, a nicotine patch. It goes through your skin, yeah. slowly Breath. drips in. Yeah. These but, are for the wheat, really bad ones. But that's for like literally people dying of cancer. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the only Wait, way oh, to get I mean, it. I mean, this is just cancer. to relieve them of pain? Of ex like the most it extreme, has to be extreme. Like, so, yeah, your it's the death worst. pain. So yeah. I'm saying, what does the dealer's scale, oh, the dealer's scale that ends up with fentanyl it's, it's on it. That, it's not just that. It's not just that. That's how it's getting in. There's so many different ways. Yeah, it's so getting in. It's, just, it's a new drug introduced to a market of people who are using drugs. It's going to get. It's going to have an effect. Yeah, it's super potent as well. So yeah. if you have like so heroin anywhere. that's being stepped on a bunch of times and you can't sell the heroin as is, you add fentanyl to it, and heroin, then yeah. all of a sudden your heroin is more potent. More but potent. people started doing the same thing with coke. So we added to crank. the coke. With everything, mm, okay. like, hey, is so this shit not going to be strong enough addicted. to get the person to actually get that, that pop? That, uh, and also, like, 
so uh, I want them to come back, so I'm going to put this in it. But, oh, wait, I put this in it, now they're dead. But but that's the thing that junkies... But opiates have a thing. They Opiates seep into your body. You need them after a while. If you use them for a week, say you're using coke with fentanyl in it after a week, you're addicted. Yeah. You're addicted to that guy's shit because that guy has stuff that your body wants. So yeah. if you suddenly stop using opiates, you could kill yourself. Damn. Yeah. Like that's, that's why, why they I'm give taking Suboxone. Exactly. Yeah. And so same thing with like uh, Suboxone is something now Sub- that's Suboxone. Yeah. Suboxone. Now you can just get that over the counter because of a yeah. previous addiction. Yeah. And then do you eventually not have to have it anymore? Do you just always have to have it? Always. Yeah. You always have it. You wean down from it. Uh, like the percentage? Yeah, but I haven't weaned down. I've been yeah, on it for three years. Gradual. Yeah, yeah, but it takes like 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ch- like... I chose not to do methadone. You got to pull that. You got to pull. It's like a lifestyle thing to yeah. change it. And then like uh, just with the drugs, again, it's just like it's so cheap. And if you're like into synthesizing went... drugs in the first place, yeah. then it like lends to that. Because you can also, make it. You don't need opium anymore. You don't need to. Well, if you, let's say you're a heroin dealer and your guy gets pinched. So now you basically have your last two keys of heroin that you have to make last, like, could be a year before you find someone who could actually oh, get yeah. you heroin again. So that's basically what they do is they start adding more and more extra shit. Yeah, stretching as, it. As yeah. heroin, because heroin is, like, seasonally difficult to purchase. So oh, really? Basically... Um, fighting season in Afghanistan marks the same time you could get cheap heroin. Wow. Because if the Afghans have new guns and bombs, that means they've sold their heroin, which means That's it's, what about, they're using. it's about to hit everywhere They're else. using poppies. Poppy that fields to supply the war. That's where it almost all comes from, except for like a couple places in like India, Pakistan, and then a few you places could, in China. But the, almost all of it comes from Afghanistan. You just trace it back with the state of the warfare. That's cool. Well, they I think it was like the soldiers who they get like basically rented out to countries in like South America and Mexico. And they like said, mercenaries? Uh, basically to help their cops. And mercenaries, yes. To go tons af- of mercenaries. To go after like the drug de- Like the guys who got El Chapo like... Most of that team were American guys who were being like rented out to the uh, Mexican Navy. Oh, so really? they're, the... <laughs> they're just like death people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, literally death bringers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they said they're the guys who started pointing out like we know this stuff. Like we know this packaging. We know all. Like the, we know we recognize some of the guys who are bringing it into the country. Like these are the same guys we were fighting when we did counterterrorism stuff in Afghanistan. Why do we see them at a fucking port in Mexico? It's because, like, that's where that's how Al Qaeda is funded, and certainly how the Taliban traditionally was always funded through opium. Yeah, like back to like the 1500s. They've, they've been in the opium oh. business. Like, oh, hell, it's like a traditional plant around yeah. there. Like, that's where that plant in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's I know it's like 80 or 90 percent of the world's supply. Yeah, it comes yeah. from there. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Damn. But the raw opium, I think it's almost all of it. Like, there's literally maybe two or three other places, like some in India. They try in the to East grow it in Mexico. Right? They Apparently, it's in China. Is it yeah. just that How climate is know? perfect for it? Yeah. yeah. I think. Well, again, I think it's like the same thing with weed. Like, it came from somewhere originally. Like, yeah. it's uh, some specific location is, like, where that plant is actually yeah. based from. It mixed with one or two other plants in the region, and then hmm. you get the opium or the... You know, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an original, and then it mixes, and then it makes the drugs. Um, yeah, dude. Fucking. Uh, what do you like? So, do you still believe in God, or because like 
I'm starting to get back to this Hulk. I just watched this thing on Netflix. The uh, Jack John, I think Jack Johnson sold his soul to the devil. Is that right? And I just watched, and I started about the blues music. About the blues music. Yeah, he's huge. He's awesome. And is this black blues guy? And he apparently was at this crossroads, and he sold his soul to the devil to play music better. And he's this legend, folklore, with all this stuff behind him. And he used um, voodoo. It's like this African voodoo, hoodoo. Uh, to like, I guess, elevate to play better. Yeah, to Did elevate it happen, like instantaneously and his craft. I don't know how instantaneous it was, but it was definitely it's this massive legend folklore. Jack Johnson in blues music. Is that the name of that first black like boxer that was fucking white chicks? Uh, definitely. There's a lot of Jack Johnson. I think the the blues yeah. musician <laughs> is Robert. Oh, Johnson. it's Robert Johnson. Uh, okay. And this was like from the 30s, and yes. the f- it's like either a you know it's a fable that sort of like he was a great blues mu- musician, and then when he figured out like this is a fucking brilliant way to market myself especially through the south oh. of like where you have like communities that like voodoo is not is not like made up cartoon mm. shit it's like a real religion. it's a real yeah. um and so like he was playing to like southern baptists and like people who are intensely religious and he like got yeah. insanely southern. popular southern Why revital get popular saying that he sold his soul to the devil How people get... were fascinated with that of like let's because it's like the 1930s oh, and i thought you... they would write it off like oh he's a uh, a heretic i don't know if no but I'm it's this constant well, sort of yeah it's... like it made him dangerous it's this the constant theme in in, in a, a lot of people's stuff and it, it translates into everything into like politics and business and in like uh you know con- you know conspiracy theories and stuff like that like um for example, like the Bohemian Grove, just like this underlying narrative of there being like a force of, of a force, you know, behind behind a lot of stuff. That's that's evil. And one that's called the Bohemian and one, Grove. Well, You've never heard that. That's I'm, not even like a rumor. That's not even. That yeah, that's happen. a real thing. White people wearing yeah. weird masks, sacrificing uh, animals and talking about. Well, uh, apparently, apparently shit. got like a, a really? lot. Apparently, got really. It apparently, got like. Is this know, a sex Alex thing? Jones? No, it was like around slavery as well. So. Yeah, it uh, sounds it, like it it's, could be. A sex it's in San Francisco. Rich white industrialists, politicians. Doing, yeah, yeah. Basically, like famous the people States. of influence oh. and doing creepy shit. Creepy stuff, but also. I coming up with stuff. Do yeah, put, what are we plans. gonna put out? Making plans, making meetings, making deciding. plans to start a war in Indonesia. Oh, apparently, oh, there which we, no yeah. And how really was this? About. How was this exposed? How did they bust this open? They oh, wrote about it. Shit, some it's the, everywhere. Some of the people like admitted to it. This is like I wouldn't even say that's a conspiracy. I think no. it's like pretty well established. This is known. And it, the owl is their thing. And Drake has the owl his thing. Is that's where that comes from. Owl. Yeah. And Drake's Drake owl. It from there. Yes. Hundred percent. Get so it here's the Bohemian Grove. Same oh, thing with Jay Z and the Illuminati. Yeah, Illuminati. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Oh. This sell your soul to devil theme is is not just a. It's not just now. It's not just you get these rappers now coming out with their fucking you know weird crazy. Yeah, go ahead. People who did, like wrote plays in the 1800s pulled the exact same gimmick of there like you go. that they wrote the plays while they were possessed by the devil, and mm. then you get half the people saying like anyone who goes sees this play, you're you know in with the you're devil, hell, yeah. and then everyone else is like, I gotta, I gotta see, see that it. play. That's yes. gotta be the yeah. most. That's just some Muhammad Ali genius shit. marketing, right? Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so. I was just perfect. under the impression they would write it off. It's like no, you know, you know I mean? it's so funny how people. 
need to believe in something, but they try so hard that they end up believing and not believing. They end up, but you know what I mean? It's like, uh, but I find there's an optimistic way because I don't know, I'm going through this thing now. But before this, I don't know if you've, you've had to deal with death in various ways, right? And whether it's a friend, a family member, uh, uh, a personal family, or you, yeah. it's it's uh, <laughs> which is gonna happen someday, guys. I don't know if We're you know. All dying. Um, just saying. Um, Tune in to the, <laughs> the immigrant section. It's all We're about all it's all about like why not believe in something, dude? What I totally get it. What can go wrong? I totally get it. I'm in the same boat as you. The, I don't understand. Uh, this one comic has a whole bit about this. I don't understand aggressive atheism. You know? Yeah. It's like I won't align myself with any. I don't. I only uh, uh, like adhere to logic. Okay. There's some stuff that's totally unknown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so much shit. You know, the older I get, the more, the harder it is for me to deny this astrology shit. Some of these times, these uh, these astrology, like uh, like all this astrology stuff, it's weirdly lining up with reality. You know, it's it's, it's you want to deny it. You know, like I have an engineering mind. I want to yeah. deny it. Science. But like, oh, what hey, you, like, like astrology, like uh, the stars. Yeah. Like the, the, oh, the, dude, the, the horoscopes and shit. Dude, sometimes they line that? up. Astronomy. Yeah. Dude, I'm actually listening to, uh, you know, like, uh, have you ever heard uh, like Randall Carson and yes. uh, Graham Hancock? Yes. There's. There's so much that with the floods, cool, yeah, with the floods, how we existed Dude. and then died out and then existed again. You yeah. know what's sick? The world the one, is a map of the, what happened. The one constant thing for if we die out as a civilization and come back and die out, like we're a petri dish yes. that we keep sli- uh, flipping over. Oh, 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 you know I used what I mean? to say that all the time. You know? I said that we're in a in a lab. We're in a controlled environment, yeah, and we keep things spilling happens. it accidentally, you know. But the or one somebody constant, does, I guess, because we don't. I don't know if we do. Our our nature changes, our environment changes, where we live changes, all that changes. The language that we develop changes everything. But the mm-hmm. one thing that stays the same is the sky, is the solar system, the universe that we're in. People. So the one thing they can observe, regardless of what happens, is above. Well, the sky changes too. The only thing is it changes. Uh, periodically yeah, it though it's consistent time. so it's like uh, but the, it's mapped out but the thing is once you start finding things out you start realizing oh the further we look away it's it could have already happened and we can see the star for years yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, so, definitely. So, so, but like, we won't know that but we don't know that so we way after te- our death we're but, just but a te- speck of time we're not gonna know that we don't yeah. really, every, half of the things we may see may have blown up for some crazy like catastrophe yeah but it'll be like a thousand generations before they see it yeah isn't that crazy that apparently crazy. there's a i heard this thing about the moon uh it wasn't really there and then it was there you know there's a conspiracy theory about that about uh the moon wasn't yeah really there. the, there's really some there. african i don't know some african tribes that uh, they wrote it down i think i heard this on a rogan podcast somewhere i listened to too much rogan uh, guilty, yes. Uh, this, this sounds like a Dragon Ball Z episode. No, there was you the moon wasn't there, and then the moon Ball came Z. into the into the into orbit. Yeah, how the moon came into orbit. It wasn't here with the Earth the whole time, and actually, like, happened. It, it, it was a happening. It was an event that took place. You know, but um, but it came as a ball, and then just started, or it developed, us. or it orb, or it orbited us, or something happened, or they say it's really just an alien. Uh, they say it's an alien thing. Yeah, so, they say so, the moon is alien. So this is my theory, okay? So they say that, like... What a better spaceship, right? Just right there. We never go. Everything is in the sky. <laughs> it's perfect. 
be an the, alien. All these religions. Costanza. Have, all these folklore <laughs> stories. They have all these stories that just pretty much uh, encode information in them. So I actually think that religion is a way that it's not necessarily a real story, but there's information in it that we've passed down for thousands of years. So that's why, you know, a lot of people argue stuff like the Quran knows this, this, this and this. Mm -hmm. How could it know that if it weren't true? Because there's two what people if, talking. What if, what if our 7,000 or 11,000 year old people figured it out? Yeah. Told stories to pass yes. it on, and we forgot it because it's a comment. It's in the story. It's in the it's story. Just the That's sto how we it's, know because we already figured out the the last petri dish. Figured it out. Put it in a yeah, story. Yeah, it's what the story meant. And now the people in this petri dish are saying this is God. Yeah, but everybody because wants, how do you just because everybody it? wants to make it real. Everybody wants it to be extremely real. Fine, exactly. make it real. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Make it real then. What annoys me about religion is whatever you gonna you, do when someone wants to talk about something and you dismiss it as like being like. The Earth wasn't created four thousand years ago. They go, hey, that's metaphorical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then when you talk about another item that you want to consider, they'll be like, that one is literal. This yes. one is literal, and this one is metaphorical. So you can't choose. I mean, besides, it's one or the other. Because it's all in the story. It's just all in the what you get from the interactions between the people that really tells you the meaning behind it. And the Yo, ideas the Quran, behind it. The Bible, the Quran, the the Torah, all of these are amazing starter kits for a civilization. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like sure. the basic they can completely kit to start, right? Like, at some point, you got to break past You have to. It's, you live oh by this thing, you will all proliferate. You'll have healthy families. You won't kill each other unless you're different religions, right? That's the rule. Yeah. You know, God first, right? There's some rules, but like for the most part, get a thousand people and let them live by this book give them a thousand years it'll be pretty good but at some point you got to break past that that's the starter no, kit, I think, right i think that's a training wheels for civilization i think we should add things to it quran no man the quran is untouched bro uh -uh. since nah, the beginning the, everyone it is the only every book. single one i the want okay this is what i say there touched. should be a place uh, instead of doing it all separate we do it all together one building okay one building every city we go there we all go there, no matter what. You might not believe in shit, but you gotta go, okay? <laughs> and we go there, and we just uh, decide. And we be a people together. Yeah. You know? And then and, that's... And then how long before this fucking building gets bombed? Oh, it's gonna happen very easily. But, you know... We'll we, start it out. We'll do the first chapter. It's, it's a sacrifice, <laughs> you know? <laughs> for what you believe in. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, but I really wanted to start this place where you go there, and anybody can go. And you come there and you hang and you talk to each other about each other's religions. And you just try to work something out. And imagine there's a coat check. Why doesn't that happen more? Like, that's isn't bad. that really that, what, 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 what unity like, is? Like, why? Exactly. But think not. about it. All these people have day jobs. They have family. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to go to the unity senator. Capitalism. Center. I honey, forgot. Honey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the unity senator. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. But I'll be back in an hour or so. Just going to hang out with Muslims, Jewish people, and fucking aardvarks and rabbits. And, every, and we're all just going to hug. And uh, yeah, I'll be back in the game. You know? I would love... To hang out with a Jew, a rabbi, a rabbi, you know, a priest, <laughs> a uh, rabbi and a Jew, a, just a Korean, just a, 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 I don't know, Buddhist, you know, and uh, what, what else? What are there? Hindus, Sikhs, Hindus, Sikhs, fucking, let's, you name it, and we just all sit around and we all, you know, we have coffee and we talk, and we have like a half an hour conversation 
that just. What do you think you would talk about? Oh, just not even about spark. anything. Just, just. Hey, how you, Jim? How you doing? What's up? What's going on with your uh, life? You know, like, life. Like this life. And then we get into life. life. <laughs> One guy. Life is life. Another guy. <laughs> life is Allah, and Alhamdulillah, we're oh. here. Jesus just Christ has blessed the us. Line. No, Jesus, oh, and then boom. You see how how quickly it falls apart. How quickly the line they tow falls apart when it comes to their like real, their real life. Like how real are they living their religion? You yeah, know, yeah. Oh, because people don't live their religion. The, once you go inside the house, oh, it all falls apart. But but, but I don't. My 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 family in Ethiopia. There's Jews. Okay. Yeah. There's uh, uh, Muslims. You know, and yeah. there's Christians. That's great. I love that. In the same place. In Sudan, no. North Sudan. Sudan, all of Sudan used to be Islamic law, and there were other religions in it. How fucked up is that? That's why the whole country split to north and south. Hmm. Is because the whole country was Saudi-style is Sharia. Do you feel Islamic like Islam law. is evil? No. 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 Why? No religion is inherently evil. No. But no. why is it that Islam gets this bad thing other than the terrorism? <laughs> Other than the incessant <laughs> terrorism and you know attempts at people's innocent people's lives. Other than that, <laughs> dude, you know why? Because we six, did, we six things too. happen a day. We did that too. Let's say there's ten uh, media outlets mm-hmm. and six attacks, six violent attacks happen every day. Those ten media outlets will focus on the one that has a, a, an Islamic negative narrative. Nobody... It just sells. It just it works. It's click. That's what we. That's the thing right now. That's the theme. It's just what it is. Nobody wants to hear about how uh, you know uh, yeah. young white girls have uh, more uh, privilege in U.S. courts than but terrorism old has... black men. No one wants to hear that, right? Mm. Christian that's real shit. But no one terrorism. wants to hear that. That's that, Ca- no one wants to click on that. Yeah, okay. Christian but... Catholic terrorism. That stuff. I mean, I guess that's our world here. I guess we don't have more. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's just really weird what's happening over there on the other side of the country. I'm so happy my parents came here. You know, that's one thing. I'm so happy that there's a Canada that exists for my parents to come here. It's the best decision of their lives. Can you imagine going to, uh, like, the States? I think I'd be dead by now. No, dude. I used to live in the oh, States. Well, what I see on the media... I don't know what to believe as a black guy. Because I don't know if you know what to believe as a white guy either, you know? I'm pretty, uh, cy- pretty cynical, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm cynical about it all. And, but, like, Yo, happy, they feed you the lie. shit does not make it to the news, man. You're right. You're only going to see the worst. Keep that in mind. You're only going to see the worst, right? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I lived in Detroit for almost three years, and I when I went there, I okay. Tell me about tells, that. Everyone tells you stories before you go it? to Detroit. You hear the same shit every time. Yo, I went to a. I was there with my mom. We took a wrong turn. We stopped at a light. Cops came. They're like, "Don't even stop at lights." Everybody tells you that. I story. went to a yeah. Carnival. Always keep turning right. Don't even stop at stop signs. Don't, dude. You I don't went stop to a, at a lights Detroit, in Detroit. No, a Detroit you, Carnival. If you cut around terrible. Detroit, you're gonna get a ticket. Of course, it, it was, was a terrible Carnival. I hope it, it was, was fucking bad. And it, at what point? What year was it, dude? Oh, it was like '93. 93, that was all oh, 93 I think that was the or beginning something. of the fucking it was weird. death of automotive. I was like five. 
went to a car. I don't know why we went there. We were visiting our poor was it American co- uncles style, or cousins. Like old style with carnies, or was it inner like inner city carnival? Oh, black people. Oh. They're just not just blacks. No, no, it was lots of immigrants. It's just like everybody, even white white people. But it was just so it looked defeated. It yeah, looked I, terrible. That's that's exactly the city was so much shitty. Of Are you talking about the city or I think the, it was an inner city? It was shitty. The carnival itself. It was like right across the street from a fucking like Burger King. It's crazy. It's not like a car- carnival countryside. It's something that the, it all came in trucks and they put it up in yes. the span of six in galleries. a small, tiny yeah. Detroit yeah. Uh, lot yeah. in the s- middle of a city. Yeah, six guys with a wrench. Yeah, put it just put it up, kind of thing, real yeah. quick. Yeah, for sure. And, and it was weird, just, yeah. ratchet, super ratchet. But that's my only time, you know. And I respect all that shit. But like, uh, I'm telling you, man, growing up in the suburbs is beautiful. It's honestly. It's great. I mean, I live in the suburbs now, and and after fifty, uh, I was fifteen. Like we moved to the suburbs eventually. We got out. We did, you know, like ten years in or like twelve years in like the ghetto, and then we finally made it out. But yeah. the suburbs is just the suburbs is suddenly now when the police come to your house, it's embarrassing. Everybody in the neighborhood is looking out of the window. That's what the changes oh, with the suburbs. Cops. The cops Jeez. are coming to everybody's house. It's normal. You're never worried about who sees the cops at your house when you live in the ghetto, right? No. When you live in the suburbs, oh, suddenly you got to figure out to mow this lawn. <laughs> a bit. Suddenly image is such a problem. Suddenly you don't want the cops there. Suddenly like you tell the cops, oh, turn the sirens yeah. off. There's a difference between owning your property yes. and not owning it. As soon as you own it, you just instantly take better care of it. You give a shit what other people are doing to your property. And yeah. it's humiliating if someone like comes to your property and the, that's what a cop is basically doing is going to give you shit. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that is humiliating. So it's Where, different pressures. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Whereas if you lived in like public housing it's like for, the fucking cops are like basically there to, as like time, aliens yeah. Yeah. to fuck with fuck with people like a complete outside force like mm-hmm. when I grew up I knew the cops. Like oh, I, yeah. I knew the cops before they were cops. Whereas like any, any, That's awesome. Any cop in the city is like a fucking stranger from out of town, yeah, right? basically. So yeah. it's yeah, yeah. totally, I mean, the, totally I grew up different. in London. A lot of small town uh, white kids. So I know quite a few that ended up being cops. That's who ends up being the cops. Yeah. You're right. But uh, in my neighborhood, the cops, they actually, <laughs> you, you rarely see this where they're like, there was clearly an initiative where they were like, we got to get in with the younger. We got to get in with them early, right? So we used to have a basketball court that was like the home base for all drugs. New youth outreach. Yeah, the new... Yeah. Im- the new and the, the cops would uh, organize turn and basketball tournaments. I was just going to say, that's, that's what they did. Is they that's made... what they do. They get involved with young kids' yeah. basketball they tournaments. Tell them to play basketball. Yeah. With that's basketball. what cops do. There should be boxing That's, that's what they do, and it works, dude. My, my uh, grade school, every Wednesday, they'd open the doors at night. And they'd have open like um, open basketball essentially, right? Mm. Like pick up basketball. I love and that. a lot of cops would play like on the adult team to try to get in with the youth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. that was about all the high school kids would like that. They were shitty kids, but they were doing less shitty stuff if they had the opportunity oh. to ba- beat the shit out of cops yeah. on the basketball court. But here's the thing. They There's a lot of tough great too. cops at basketball. Dude, cops are tough. A lot tough. of them are, came from the hood. Exactly. Yes. They're right? scrappier they're exactly. kids. Dude, they're the dunking cops and are shit, hard love, you know? Just the other side of exactly. gangsters. Exactly. They're gangsters yeah. on the other side, man. Exactly the same I thing. love cops, man. I'll tell you that, man. man I love cops. Uh, funny story. I gotta say, I got pulled over with Kyle Lucy the other day, yeah. and uh, I didn't even take it as a racism thing at all. But yeah. it, we pulled in. I went 
it was after, late at night. It was three in the morning, two in the morning. I was dropping him off at his house, and there was a public library. So we were like, let's hit a joint and listen to some Big Floyd before you go. We pulled in. This guy with a backpack runs into this house. We're like, well, that was weird. We hit the joint. All of a sudden, six cops pull up, take the flashlights out, get out of the car, put your hands on the car. And we're like, what's up? And he's like, oh, there's been break-ins here. We're scoping the area. You guys came in, and a guy ran into your car. And so we think this guy's you. To you. To me. And the funniest thing is, I had the hardest time getting out of it. If it wasn't for Kyle Lucy, I might have went to jail because it looked like I stole everything in my car because I just am a shitty person. You know? I'm just not good with... uh, organization up, and yeah. tying it up so i had a rope i had a bat i had uh you know I had a, yeah you know i'm like he's like what's this for it's like a torque wrench i'm like i don't need uh to talk things to spec <laughs> I, they're I, like I gotta, okay they're uh, writing it down in the in little notebook to torque to spec all right that'll hold up I'm like i'm a crane operator they're like yeah. well, i talk things yeah <laughs> yeah i need these things for yeah. my job so 60 newton meters but then he's like yeah you just look like the other black guy but the there's no way he said the term. He said it the was a black guy. man who spoke to me. Oh, okay. It's also great to have people that look like you as the cops because it really. I hate puts it, but you don't know. It's like, these... does this black cop want to prove himself to this white cop? I, it, what, yeah. Was it two black cops or one black but cop, that one white cop? Before it was, uh, there was like eight cops. I we had the whole Technicolor rainbow over here. Oh, you had it all. Yeah, everything. Okay. Everything. So Girls, that, guys, trans I, cops. Then I'd feel pretty safe in that. Case, I felt you know? so safe. They were all watching. The more the better. I yeah, say. exactly. Yes! For sure. They Two all... cops by themselves will do heinous shit. Yeah, if, right? they th- if they to think, get away with. If they think you're the bad guy and they, oh, they yeah. want to, they will. And they want to. Yeah, they'll and, fuck with you. And sometimes time. they want to because of what just happened well, to them next time. They're wound up. Exactly. They're wound up. They Have you ever been it. in a fucking? Imagine driving in a car all day. And you have to talk to people who are trying to fuck with you or lie to you or cheat you or tell you it's not them. Yeah. And then you come that's across the and then you come across something that looks that's at the end of your shift and it looks so together, but it might not be, but it looks so together you're like, fuck it, my days I'm, it, it's together. They never want to say it's too good to be true. No. It's just like this just, looks about right. This is about right. so fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. There's thirty other people out there. You know, there's calls on Dude, the radio. There's people, man. That's the thing, but, and that's also the problem. But right? any normal person is going to be sometimes lazy and shitty at their job. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so cops, sometimes that's not acceptable. There's it's some not roles. I think Chris Rock has a bit about this. You can't be a pilot who had a bad day with his wife. Yeah. And a just pilot is fly different. poorly. No, it's not. It's We're so talking different. about an occupation. They auto fucking pilot that shit. <laughs> yeah. cops, okay, assuming cops, they don't. Assuming that there is some portion of that flight procedure that does no. not during require ta- turbulence. You don't get during to have a fucking bad and during day. landing. You don't do those on autopilot. Oh, uh, okay. You can't. Yeah, you're you right. Don't you're do right. Those. You're right. So you can't be like Sheila, you bitch, and pull yeah. up. Right? You can't. But you know what? Death's gonna happen. People are gonna yeah, die. but that's a result of this, like. But that's a result Boeing of fucking not having safety features. But bullshit. You, not it, negligence. See, this is it's why, rarely f- pilot negligence. This is the thing: is like people don't expect bad things to happen. They're gonna happen. That's why there's thing called bad things. So I love when people think that they can, they, but they can make the rules so that bad things won't happen. But the fact of the matter is, no matter how many rules you make up, people are gonna fuck up. Those fuck ups are gonna uh, look like things, and then there we go. We're never yeah. gonna fix them. Yeah, We're no, never you're gonna totally fix right, them. bro. You're actually totally right. But that doesn't disqualify, like, the effort to 
optimize it. Fuck to make no. it better, oh, right? Of course not. What? No, no. Hey, I mean, what's the point of it's living? It's a shitty system. What's it's the point of living? It's never yeah. going to get better. No, no, exactly. But what's it, the point? it can get exactly. It's never be perfect. You're right. But you it can need be to better. believe in the will Let's take to do it better. one step toward better. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that totally. Uh, but like, I just don't like, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's hard to have a perspect- uh, accurate perspective like a futuristic accurate perspective on being black i feel because it's it's so convoluted i don't know if it's the same for being white i don't know if it's like do you get the same kind of like backwards my, feeling my th thing is uh no other white person understands me or like what i go through yeah. and i think like that's probably the worst thing any race could do for themselves is if like you go uh -huh. i get the black experience like yeah no yeah that, that belittles you as an yeah. individual your individual experience is yours so so unique yes it, it's insulting for anyone to be like hey you know what we're both guys yeah so we get it like yeah i the fuck out of here that's and a first of all it's, it's also like like black people is like yeah. it's not like a one thing no it's the same thing no. as like whites it's yeah. not a one no. thing no there's a fucking array an enormous Incredible. spectrum like People in the same family aren't even similar sometimes. So I, I always you like can, yeah. my brother doesn't know shit about no. me. So no, so right? he's yeah. like genetically almost exactly the same person. Yes. Yeah, we have nothing in common. Completely different. Exactly, like stylings. Yeah, everything philosophies. I, I feel like any kind of uh, you want to be different. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, to I, what's I, near you? You want to be unique. So even I, if you like the same things, you one of you tries to deviate. And be different, so you to have your own To whatever degree oh, possible, yeah. it's not just you like be unique. Exactly, yeah. Well, I just like you. Every it's it's the easiest thing I think just to treat everyone yes. as their own person. Like, oh, totally. The idea of groups Group in think. general, yes. like I I groups have no it. problem with like any no. individual, but name a group I fucking don't like them. Like yeah. groups of people groups. suck. You think oh, that's this, the worst it's, a it's, person could get is the, when they get into like the a catch twenty two. There's always a, the arrogance in numbers. It's Absolutely. a catch twenty two yeah. of groups. Is that you know you can Co get you can get into a powerful place and be cooperative and to, achieve yeah. great things, but, it but also they hold you. Grades, yeah, and they, and they owned you now. They oh, yeah. own you, and you. They could quickly turn on you. That's a big Canadian thing of like that crabs in the bucket thing of yes. like if you do anything together and then and then you want to go and do something by Separate. yourself, they're like, no, 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 no. you yeah. can't do you, that. Yeah, you have to be a Canadian forever. It's all you have or nothing. to be with us exactly. forever. It's yeah. like, they no, don't, no. Like we did one or two <clears throat> things together. We cooperated. Now I'm gonna go off and do that with other people, and that's fine. Well, Canadians also in particular, probably maybe more white Canadians, but like that is like a big thing of like. You gotta stay Canadian, like Steve Nash, the oh, basketball player. God. You gotta stay Canadian, Sidney Crosby. You gotta, you gotta stay, stay Canadian. Like that's so these weird. These people because have fucking nothing to do with us. Exactly. Like they're individuals. We Let all them... were just born. Uh, there's like borders on a line on a map, it, and you were born north of this one, and now you gotta represent everything. Like, yeah, this is my side of the map. Well, that's how you exactly. that's the other thing. I, like, I feel nothing for like yeah, Canada. It's I just like, this line. I like here. This, this is, is like an enjoyable place this to is live. A thing exactly. That, this is a thing that happens to everybody. You know, you, you get born and you're asked to put up with uh, everything. 
from the past that your of culture, the of everything your nationality who your asked family this? your religion you got to now you got to you got to wear this thing like a mask all day and then they're telling you be unique and find yourself well, like but you, then they're putting this shit in your head and like about said fucking me up with the team thing it's like that's basically what everything turns into it's like team muslim everything. team everything is your God. team team i like oh. nike's versus team like i prefer and one it's yeah. like everything turning into a fucking oh like oh my god doesn't this it feel one like versus that opposed Dude, to this is like i feel like everything's a business now it's yeah it's it seems like a such a massive waste of time to have just oh, like big. Yeah. i, I oh, like okay. discussing cuz we're so tribal yeah. we're just a tribal it's, people we're all tribal we want to be in small groups we don't want to be in big groups we don't want to be in alone I believe that completely. I think like the yeah. natural that's in our DNA. That's what the natural thing is to operate in very in small, small groups, cooperative yeah. groups. Yeah, and you always have like that in-group preference. So it's like mm. if we're the three, then it's like us three do count more than everyone outside the group. Oh yeah, to sure. At least us, the inner circles within the inner circles. Yeah. If and you I, ever go a, on a trip with like nine or ten of your friends and go two days into that trip. You're gonna break into smaller groups. At least two always. groups. Always, probably three or four yeah, people. Yeah, they're probably gonna have three pairs, or four groups. Yeah, like this or some couple, pairs. This couple. No and one then is the ever rest. gonna go but as you, a crew of but nine. But this is single. Ten. But this is single people. Well, like, it doesn't last at least. What yeah. if you have a like a, a wife? Even if it's family. Even if it's wives. Even if family. Five married couples. They're not gonna be ten people deep all the time. It's gonna be two couples here, one couple, and maybe three couples go do their own shit. And yeah. two other couples stay separate. Or maybe a couple and maybe of the one wives. couple just are fucked up and they nah, go single. There go. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's one couple that's like their situation is so fucked up they're both third wheeling on some other couple. Yeah. It could be. Messy. I'm always you know I mean? a third wheel, dude. I never. I always. Uh, I'm, my friends are always dating. I was that like too. I mean now and they're now, always seeing chicks. I'm always like looking in my wastebasket and there's someone else's condom in there. You know. Yeah. My roommate <laughs> tries to fucking, you know. Put, test, test me like that, right? You just lead the thing right there. I'm like, and the girl's over, and the condom's up, and and then she goes in the bathroom. She sees the condom, like, yeah, that was in me too. It's like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, just put it in your room or do something else with it. Hide it. It's too hide, in your face. Hide, yeah. It's too in my face. And, and I gotta sit there and be like, oh, you condom. guys fuck? Because yeah. I was just in the bathroom. I didn't sell that. I saw a condom. Uh, oh, you didn't fuck? Oh, okay. Oh, well, well, I'm gonna leave the room. Yeah. Let the conversation what continue. What the fuck, man? Um, but. Yeah, dude. I I don't know. Family has always been like, you know, my parents were always just like, it's all, it's us against the world. You know, yeah. they were really like that. And uh, you know, just seeing my mom and my dad, the way they interacted with each other, and how they like were like this team to try to get better, like get more stuff. It was just really special. Financially, financially, like everything. They were just so in love and in like with the hustle. With the hustle, with making it to a better place, always there was never a satisfaction that we had. Okay, there was always a strive for more and a need to get more and better. That like just never stopped. Dream, yeah. It never stopped. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it, and then once we got to California, everything uh, changed for me because the states, it's like California. Everybody's doing big things there. My parents are making a lot of money. We had this magnificent house. Big backyard, all this shit, man. But two months, but before, right before that, for a year, we were living in an apartment building, you know, yeah. in a shittier part of town, just in a two-bedroom apartment. But then we made it to the big Grass house, and we got the, we got hills and palm trees and fucking. There's a pool and a ledge. It's all this shit. 
It's so dope. And I was like that for seven years, and I was amazing until one year when I, uh, I fucking ended up getting into drugs and meth hit, meth hit uh, California big time in that time in like 2005. This what area was this called? Five? Corona. Corona, California. Corona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Riverside, Riverside, Norco County. Like, Riverside. Riverside. Uh, and it, it was like, what was it 905? I don't know. I don't the know. area code? Six, four, one, six. I believe you either. Four one six. I don't know. Four one six is here. I, I believe. I still too. believe you. It's yeah. still there. But like, <laughs> it's like, say the area it's code. It's still there. I What's swear. the area code? I swear. He never lived there at all. It was so crazy, man, because uh, I was such a good kid, and I did all the eight advanced placement classes: biology, chemistry. I was in calculus in tenth grade. I was in AP history in tenth grade. Yeah. You know, I was going. I went to San Diego University in eleventh grade for all summer for um, what do you call it? For law. Yeah. You know, to pre-law, before the even the law starts. Just giving up their summer. Just these yeah. weird chil- <laughs> yeah. children of people who have some money. So many EpiPens. Putting into getting Just ahead. EpiPens all over the place. Oh, so many allergies. <laughs> oh, tons of allergies, dude. And, 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 Anybody need an EpiPen? No, I got mine. I and got there were still cool people. And there were still people that were so much cooler than I. I was still such a nerd. Yeah. Dude. Can't you, be, you know what sucks? Being a rich, cool, good-looking person. Yeah. Who does very well and tries really hard and gets ahead, and uh, you're not. <laughs> it's just seeing perfection oh. makes me feel like it gives you this fire, dude. And and I I don't know, man. Are you trying I, to put out with drugs? Uh, no, I try. I think it's. I think it. I realized like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to give my life to education. Yeah. Like how old were in you the form like that it was. How old were you when you realized this? <sighs> I was like tenth grade because I wasn't living a life. I was just doing school. That's amazing. That's just amazing. doing. I I know real friends. I had just. I got you, dude. Faint. We were in the same boat. Flimsy. At ten, when you made that tense. realization, what happened? I just tenth decided grade. I'm going to do everything that I wanted to do. Okay. And then I started. You know, really getting into skateboarding and, you know, it was an obvious rebellion yeah. and weed. And then uh, my, this dude I met and uh, his mom was teaching me class. His mom was my teacher. Yeah. Corey Smith, man, this guy brought home meth one day and we did a line and it's it's Adderall. I mean, everybody's on Adderall. Literally. Yeah. Methamphetamine salt. Yeah. Salt of amphetamine. It'll yeah. say it on your pill dispenser. Yeah. Look at it. And yeah, and you know, 60 milligrams, uh, whatever, you know, and I did one line. And from then, I realized I saw the movie Spun. I got into John Leguizamo and what's that guy's name? Fucking you know him. Oh, what's his name? Fuck. Oh, he's Director? really famous. Coppola's kid, Rushmore, the guy from Rushmore. Uh, Nick uh, Cage? Oh, he's the, a oh, oh he's fucking, he's a Coppola, yeah. But there's that other guy. Uh, Wait, what's a we'll get it. We'll get it. He'll get it. Um, Cop- Francis Ford Coppola is yeah, like Coppola. the Godfather, and um, he's like one of the best di- earliest directors. Mm. So I pride myself on knowledge like this. Got it. Okay, and I investigated. That started in late high school. This cultivating and creating of my personality and my persona and what I loved and true art and craft and and really intimate with American and Canadian culture. Just purely Western, you know? That's amphetamine. <laughs> That's... Dude, you would get into it, 
and and then you would cultivate it. And you know, benzos. You hear about all these guys, these beat poets that were on benzos, and you and I started writing poetry, and I started living like a uh, uh, living like I don't even know how to say it, like a beatnik kind of poetic. The world's against me, you know, really off the beat. Would you always be high, or would you just no, no? And the thing is, like these periods of drug abuses would often end up in where they were often very light, Mm. you know. Um, And then uh, you know they stopped after six months, you know. And then I would be clean for a while, right? But But, even in that period of cleanliness, you would still like your interests completely change. No, no. They, they didn't would go back to academics, or you would not to academics. Cinema? Oh, it wouldn't just be on cinema; it would be on music and cinema and. Uh, but the arts, the arts, all the arts. arts, all everything artistic, anything creative. I got into Hunter S. I got into Hunter you know, S. Thompson, Gonzo yeah. journalism. Thompson. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Um, That's what I was thinking of. What you were describing of you basically living the Hunter S. Yes. Thompson life. Living oh my God! Past the edge that broke through. That broke through when I when I when I read his book. Uh, like uh, even that's Fear the and... the one with Johnny Depp uh, exactly. with the Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, that well, it's in Vegas. It's that... Vegas. Yeah, it's basically. Uh, so he was a journalist. He was a super super yeah. weird drug Deep addict. Sports guy. Yeah, he and used to be a sports writer. Yeah. yeah. So he was one of like the first best Rolling Stone guys. Like Rolling Stone's reputation. That magazine's reputation is built on Hunter S. Thompson and stuff. Weird. And he's the kind of guy who would like go to meetings with, like, big famous people and say, I'm going to have three margaritas and three beers. And they would, like, bring that, and he would drink that all to himself. Mm. He was was a raging lunatic. Yeah, like, with NBC people, he was, like, dosing people with Uh, acid. And his uh, Hells Angels, uh, you know. He was the first person to write about the Hells Angels. Yeah, and he 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 would... party with them and he would see the debauchery and see the uh, the weird ritualisms that they have and the, yeah, just the and he wrote about crazy it? fuck yeah fuck. he literally wrote the he first ever him. book on the hell's angels yeah dude he's a fucking goddamn an- an- anarchist He's a real anarchist. He, he loves guns. He, he, bu- he got yeah. in a fight with one of the older Hells Angels guys, and basically, like, the Hells Angels beat the shit yes, out of their women I heard like about crazy. That. Yeah, they fucking so, get the shit out of them. Hunter Thompson, he's, like, younger, more idealistic, and he tries to get in the way. And the Hells Angels is like any gang, if they see one person pushing one member of the gang, 60 of these guys are going to come and fucking tune you up so he took a huge bad beating there's photos of it you could look up on the internet and there's also like uh, a game show they were on where it's like I don't know if you ever saw like the catch me if you can with Leonardo DiCaprio so that that game show in the beginning where it's like two fake people and then the real person that's Uh, a real thing oh I'm the real yeah exactly and Hunter S. Thompson did that so you could I think you have to type in Hunter S. Thompson I'm the real and it's like a game Whoa. show where they say, like, hey, we've heard rumors that you went undercover with the Hells Angels motorcycle group. And they basically asked these people trying to figure it out. He was just a very weird, weird guy. I saw, yeah. I he just destroyed him. a couple of uh, people's political campaigns as mm-hmm. well. The One of the, the better books is called Fear and Loathing on, and the, campaign on the Campaign Trail. trail. 98, I think, Nixon. Or no, 72. 72, Yeah, okay. so it's the... Basically, Nixon's second go around prolonging the Vietnam War, and he basically followed the, all the Democratic candidates because it was it's like beautiful. He would go to the meetings, correspondence. He would be a freak. Okay, imagine this guy. You guys, I don't think people get it. 
because yeah, they don't really understand. Yeah. He was on hardcore amphetamines and smoking a- weed, acid drinking coke. acid, coke, and going to these political meetings and like like a white house dinner. pressing thing yeah. yeah he was sitting there with like short shorts and a fucking hawaiian shirt yes and a mat crazy hat smoking cigarettes talking incessantly but but always on the on the beat of uh, the heartbeat yeah of the topic of what's really happening sort of ahead of his times kind very, of guy his very, writing very. is fucking bizarre it's bizarre. definitely unique to it's him burrows uh, and then i got into burrows and i got into uh, uh, like hemingway and right now i'm in this badass kind of nature like i want to start boxing i want to start getting my gun licenses you know That's i want to start hunting like hemingway and yeah. thompson both of them a were boat, like tough a pilot tough yeah. as shit kind this of guys this has been yeah. since the last uh, cuz last you were talking about it was like that period after you did the meth, what changed? It went into arts, right? Oh, uh, so I, I didn't. Then, nec- yeah, okay. It's been yeah, like a fixation on a different kind of thing. Every like what site? Like every year? No, not a, a different shit? thing. It was an accumulation. I realized. I used to think that I always started and stopped things, but what I realized is that I just wanted everything. I wanted to be. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do, to do and learn. Everything, but I just never stuck with something because as soon as I uh, did it, not, I, I would do like a little bit of it. I would be like, okay, I got this, I got it. Let but I, just, there's this other thing I want to do. Let me just start this real quick. Let me do this thing, and and so what ended up happening was just it was a constant starting and stopping of who I was, and then it filled in with you know girls, yeah. bad relations, certain relate well relationships in general, and then uh, and drugs. Nor heavy narcotics, you know, cocaine, meth, um, LSD, just anything, anything. And I know you are, I, I met you like a year ago. I would ago do it when all. I moved to the city. But I did it like a gentleman. Okay, I did it like a scholar would do these things. I did it like an old 16. You carried a notebook. And, and yes, I, I wrote and I, and I always used this to forward my, my consciousness and my brain. And my activities as in what I sought. See, I never, I never put down the writing. I, I don't know if people know. Like, I would write all the time, just weird shit, crazy stuff. Before comedy. Yeah, bro. I was in, I was in York for English. You know, I would read a ton, write a ton, poetry, and you name it, whatever you wanted, an essay, you wanted a script, you wanted an idea, anything creative, anything I felt, I write it. Write it down. Yeah, man. Lyrics, raps, anything. Po- I was so bad uh, at that. I loved it all. It was the best. It was. I dismissed. Was, the way yeah. I came up, I dismissed that I, whole side of the picture. I oh. said, hey. Oh, yeah? What, why write it? That's not going to. That's not business. That's not law. That's not engineering. That's not medicine. That's not one of these hard things. You can't. That can't contribute to your career. Oh, you dismissed you it. Yeah. yeah, I loved me. I was obsessed with music for my whole life. I've been obsessed yeah. with music. But I always thought it was like, I have like a music obsession. Yeah. But like, I always thought like, oh, I just like to listen to the song. I was just loved the art, right? I was so deep entrenched with the artist that I like. Yeah. But, and it was my way out. Mm. I was so deep into it, but I thought I just kind of liked because I dismissed it as like, yeah, I like music, but those are like, I never. Th- I love comedy. I love music, but I never thought I. I my mind did not allow me to think to that it. I could do it. That you could achieve it. Yeah. I thought that was not an option for me in my life because I adopted the immigrant dream. Oh, dude! I, to become I, an engineer, there a doctor. Was so much. You know what I mean? This is what I mean. White people broke me out of 
the uh, psychedelics that. broke me out of that. Right. Only my twenties that I started taking psychedelics, and I'm and and once you start taking psychedelics oh, yeah, and you expand great... your perspective on what your options really are. Oh yeah, you start thinking differently, and then once you witness death, which you yes. at a young age, yeah. Once you witness death, and many you see deaths. something. Once you see something that was in your life every day taken away completely and yeah. cannot, but not just my father. See, this is, that was like the fucking. That was like uh, I was prepared for that. Yeah, there was many that came. Yeah, before there was that so many. Both my godparents were for Louisa, Jerry, Sicilian people that raised me from one to six, where my parents would go to work. And, uh, you know, uh, like, fucking eight, ten... People were dying all the time. I, I honestly, like, I swear to God, it was, like, every month. Somebody was dying, and we were going to a funeral. We have tons of sisters. My mom has 13 aunts. My, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we have tons of kids. There's tons of people, and they're all from Ethiopia, and they're all coming to live, you know... So you're already probably trained on so death, death before death, 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 death. Yeah. yeah, it was not really... It was very... Honestly, it wasn't... It's not, like... That and then I watch people die of cancer, and that's a that's another thing. You just see a person wither. Yeah. It's like a withering flower. Yeah. Like that's what it, cancer feels like. Is like, but like, um, so it was never really it, death. Was like it was always, and my dad's death. All that sparked, and this is after California. This is when I'm eighteen, nineteen. All that sparked was me being like, I need to seize. I need to do something, you know? I need to make it. It wasn't even like famous or anything. It's not like being famous or being I get known. You, it's just like I got to make it whatever it is. I don't know what it is because he didn't or like look at him he's 52, you know? He's died and he started the family. He started something great though. Like that's I got to give it up to him. The death that I experienced, I made it in the immigrant sense of things. Yeah. The degree, the corporate job, the car, I got all the things that, you know, that had that they made you dream about. Like, this is what you work hard for to achieve all these things. I got it, and I was fucking depressed as shit. I oh, didn't know what was going how, on. I didn't know how to get out of it. I didn't know what to do. I just felt this deep feeling, but I just kept buying more shit because I was like, oh, I just need to go on vacation again. I just yeah. need to travel more. That's what it is. There's nothing wrong with what I do. I just need to go to Japan. I need to go to Japan. That's why you I went to Japan. Oh, I spent weeks in Japan. Yeah, I, wow. travel, I used to travel a lot just to get go to Switzerland for weeks. Oh, that's stuff. beautiful. Yeah, I have friends living there. Like for for wow. Like, hey, I want to. I want to get a citizenship. I want to go to Switzerland again. It's very. I it's live beautiful. There. It's fucking boring. Uh, shit, I don't bro. give a fuck. I, that live in Brit here. That in Britain. I want to go to Britain. I don't care. At a certain point, I'm just calling it quits. I'm literally gonna do the hunter thing. And I'm just going to go, and I'm going to have my fucking place, and that's it, you know? I don't want to be disturbed, you know? Uh, I, I just want to travel. <laughs> I want to travel for comedy. That's what I want Oh, do. yeah, until maybe I'm 70. No, I think I'll probably uh, end up going to do it. Uh, it's hard to if travel I live till that 70, late into your— Fuck it. To per perform that late into I your— No, I, honestly, right? I think 60s. If you are lucky, I mean, if you do, you're gonna have 60s. to be like Cosby, right? And then at some point, you're probably gonna have to start raping just. Like, <laughs> just raping for honest, spots. Right? He probably he did it just to tour, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, if you make it till sixty as a comedian, that one that ends up happening is the things you did in your thirties because the world view shifts so drastically. They come everything you do ends up yeah. being bad. So so you get up, just get yeah. excommunicated by by life. But the beautiful thing about comedians is we're like because you one, live too long. We're the one group of people that, for the most part, we have to stay up to date with this mindset. 
So it's like you have to stay ahead of it. You have to stay ahead, uh, ahead of, it, right? of it. Yeah. You, you can't be like back in the day. You could joke about this or that. Yeah. You saw this coming slowly over like oh, but, but a two up, decades. Prior you should have been able to adjust over. slowly but surely. Yeah. Eddie and Murphy, that up. stuff's over. If you're talking about the, you gotta recognize as a black comedian too, the things that your predecessors were talking about. I don't, I, I don't like being like preachy, but like I mean like. You have to know what other black people that were greater than you are right now are saying. Just like, not just greater black people, but black, I say black because uh, there's a black voice that keeps screaming out there, right? And I feel like I need to see what that is, even though I identify as Ezra, you know, or Shetu myself. No matter what, when people view you, they see you as a as this, right? And so you got to... You gotta appeal to people who are lesser than you too, or maybe people who don't take time. Maybe they just see a black guy on TV yelling. You know, it's not their fault. They're working hard and stuff like that, but they're still fans. They're, they can they can still laugh. You still want them to like you. So, if on that level, on the superficial level, I feel like I want to be. I want to express myself on a superficial level too, for people who just see things superficially. Yeah, fuck yeah, And man. the black, uh, black man screaming is, uh... on TV, know what they're saying. Know what the other black men are screaming. So, you know? What's know what Kevin Hart's the really big saying. Clock? What's the name with the big clock uh, chain? Oh, him, he's a goofball, but, you know. Yeah, but he, that's exactly. Uh, sure, I mean, I guess him, but, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't even fucking. I mean, he's cool. What was his name? He What's was name big with for the, a while. Where's the big clock chain? Flavor Flav. 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 He's all right. I mean, what, yeah, what a boy. joke. Come on. But like fucking, but that's he was the most But that's expression on the superficial level. Oh, but the superficialist, yeah. I, I mean, I'm talking about more prominent. <laughs> I'm talking about like common. Like, okay, you know? oh, okay, all right. I'm, like, okay. I'm talking more prominent black people. Listen, I'm saying like, if you are trying to do something in an entertainment business, you should know, as a comedian, you should know what Patrice O'Neill. Things were like oh, what he's I see what talking about. Know what what came is before flavor? You. Know what came before you. Pay homage. It's absolutely. And I, yeah, that's what I feel like. Absolutely. That's why and I'm then shocked. You can further. Then I'm you shocked. Can further it when with I, yours. I'm shocked when I hear comedians that say, "Oh, I don't really watch comedy." I've actually heard comics. I, hear I don't that really all the time, watch comedy. But you like, hear comedians who say that, and they're one year in comedy or two years in comedy. I've I, loved all this shit. Since way before I was a exactly comedian. same here. I had a total big total dude. I used to, I used to be the kid in the in recess that kids would go grab and like yeah. they would, uh, to uh, and bring me over because I would completely react all of Chappelle's shows. Oh yeah, that's exactly how I became yeah. like the funny kid at school. Yeah. Was like I yeah. got the first two seasons of Chappelle's show on DVD and I had his stand up. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, the oh, San yeah. Francisco one. Oh, for what Ooh. it's worth, not the first one. For the second one. The yeah. first one's that's better. Yeah, he's wearing a, a, a gray blazer and yellow shirt. And he has uh, a soul patch yes, and exactly. goatee. Yeah, Kill that's the one with the jerking off on the bus. That's my favorite special. I have it memorized. Till this day, I have watched it so many times. It's a perfect special. It does, he doesn't make one wrong move, and they joke about like Word. the jizz flying through yeah. the air, like the Matrix. Uh, I literally, I, I love the scream when I, he gets on his knees. It's a biological attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, so, but that I, I feel so the calm same. Calm down. You don't get AIDS. All that, dude busting a not on your forehead, right? All that. At shit. least I don't think that's how yeah. it happens. Scientists don't even know. Perfect. Scientists say it's monkeys. Word. 
All this money and research. This is the best excuse you can come up with. Nobody fucks people and monkeys. You know what's crazy? Hey, Steve, we going out to the club. Maybe get some <laughs> get some chicks. Neil, nah, dude. I'm going to stay home chill with my monkey. Neil Brennan. Know how long it took me was to on train that. this monkey to suck my dick without peeling? Mm. Oh. <laughs> Last week, took you me out without his feet, niggas. Only monkeys right, right, that right, kind right, of love right. and tenderness. Right, shit. Damn. Bro, this I'm telling you, though, I haven't even watched I, it in years. Bro. I'm saying like, Same, he, but it comes all back. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I was upset. Like I'm till this day, dude. That's how Neil, I started comedy. Did I ever tell you? I no. met Dave Chappelle randomly. What? In New York City, I went to go visit my buddy who was what? in school in New York, and I went to the Comedy Cellar two days before Trump got elected, and Chappelle flew in to host Saturday. Who Night. got elected? Trump. Trump. Two days before he got elected. Whoa. Was this when he Chappelle did one of those big, long, three or six hour long shows? No, 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 no. He dropped into the cellar just for 10 minutes. Cellar for 10. Just for 10 minutes. Oh, like a G. Like a G, dude. And he was just, he did five minutes that he did with the SNL monologue. And he did five minutes where he didn't, he did 10 minutes. The other five, he was just making fun of everybody walking by. (laughs) So I literally had to pee and I got up and I was like, he's going to talk to me. And then he goes... Hey, what's going on, my man? And the whole place stops. And I was like, and I was gonna, I was like, I'll say something funny, right? Yeah. I was like, I'll say something funny, they'll all laugh. Oh my God. Right? This was my mindset. So stupid. So stupid. He goes, Hey, what's going on, my man? And I go, Not not too much. How about you? Right? I I just fucking star out, right? And then he goes, See, black lives do matter, right? And this was back when it was big. So he gets a laugh. And I'm like, And at this point, I've been writing for three months. And I knew I wanted to do stand-up. Yeah. And I knew where to do the open mic in Detroit. Ooh. But I was too scared to go do it. And I just went to New York for this trip. And I was like, dude, that is the mother. If there is a thing as a sign. Yeah, the stars lined up. Man. Yeah, this is Are my guy. This is my fucking, I, this is the role. This is, I can't even describe what he represents. He, I was like, I'm gonna fucking start. I'm gonna make f- it, and I'm gonna tell him the, the story. F- the biggest, funniest comedian. Of yeah, yeah. Who once has, he dies, without, it'll be yeah. he'll be bigger than Prior. I think. I say yeah. I would make that argument already. But yeah, but you yeah. can't say that because exactly. Prior's dead. Exactly. Right? Like, you can't. You're not allowed to say that. People are too emotional about it. But I think if you really started like scientifically, just like adding up like the number of bits that yep. Pryor has yep. that still oh, hold up, just like amazing. You can already but say... Chappelle's got just a few more that still hold up. Like, they, uh, I think, like, the best judge is, like, something that's eternally funny that you could say it any Timeless. decade or you could say it two days in a row. It it's doesn't just matter. Like, you it's can already funny. say Kendrick Lamar has beaten out Tupac. Yeah. But you can't really say it... Until Kendrick dies. Once Kendrick or, dies, yeah, it is not a doubt. Or if Kendrick does something super like even st- activisty, like mm-hmm. sacrificial even, yeah, kind even, of thing. But even in death, you reach a level you can never achieve in life. Rare. You when you right? mentioned that, you become Earl, this mummified or you out of there's this glorified symbol, right? Iconic. Iconic, yeah. right? I think Michael Jackson's the only person who was as big in life as they were in death because yeah, like when he died almost he, bigger he, now, he, yeah. it was so so much infamy and everything it's going crazy. along infamy. with it like infamy he, he was as famous as he was he infamous. is the physical manifestation of what fame will do to of, you. yes of, of like yeah he is basically yeah. the physical human, manifestation the literally human embodiment of, 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 of fame. super literally. fame yeah. yes, literally super right fame, just cornered 
cornered, literally right? cut and yeah. shaped and, and cornered literally. from yeah. birth as well. Birth. You can't just run into a person at the airport. Oh, Michael Jackson, I loved Thriller. Oh, thank you. Like that, he'd be like a, a fucking team of probably twenty. He's probably he's never in a section of an airport that any fucking uh, random no, like Joe he, Schmo has access to, right? He probably pulls up in a truck, like, right, a big SUV right to his own private place. Yeah, oh and no God. one goes in the first SUV, and then he goes in the second SUV, and a third SUV pulls up, too. Exactly. And then they like run in car, three. Like the presidential yeah. car At least. Yeah, At uh, least. yeah, right? You know, uh, I was watching that movie, uh, The Devil's Whatever. Advocate? Uday is saying... The Devil's Double. The Devil's Double. That's a Boom! great movie. What is this? You gotta watch it, bro. So uh, Saddam Hussein, yeah. um, oh, he had two his sons. Yeah. Oh. And, and so both his sons, uh, Uday and Ute. So yeah. one of them, the one of them was super bad. He was called, oh. referred to as the Butcher of Baghdad, and the other one was basically just standard dictator, like yeah, military straightforward. But Ute but, was a yeah. fucking psychopath. Like, yeah, he psychopath. Kidnapped yeah. women. Yeah, uh, like women, off yeah. the street would like kidnap young girls, rape them. Yeah, kill like them. young girls, like little girls, and and, and like and like and and he would do like he go to marriage, marriages. Yeah, rape the and, wife and have sex with the wife while on their wedding day, and then the wife would kill themselves. Right then and there after. He had, like, every fancy car ever, like, bought tigers and giraffes and shit. He was living like a Tyson in the Middle East, pretty much. Tyson, who who was, like, like to kill people. Yeah, yeah, kill him. If Tyson... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, without his fists. If Tyson was from, like, the Democratic Republic of Congo, (laughs) and was just, like, AK-47, every problem instead of uppercut. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, dude. It's a great movie. I would watch it. The Devil's Double with uh, Dominic it. Cooper. He's so good. And, Preacher. Yeah, exactly. Preacher, so baby. It's the guy from the AMC show Preacher. Love that show. And he, it's the show is like the true, or the movie, excuse me, is the true story of the guy who was basically a, you know, the most average guy in the army, but he sort of looked, looked like, like Ute. Yeah. Yeah. So they basically kidnap him. Force him to get yeah. plastic surgery. They so say he we're going to kill ex- your family. Yeah, ex- basically said, like, if you don't get this plastic surgery and live your the rest of your life pretending to be Uday Hussein, we're just going to kill your family. Yeah. And yeah. his dad was, like, owned a gas station and was, like, very well off. Like, their family was normal Iraqi, just, like, they everything were doing good. was fine. Yeah. Oh, they weren't even struggling. No, no. no they they, everything schools, was perfectly normally wow. for this family, except the son was like regular guy in the army and then yeah. they had to fight Iran. So that was like the biggest thing. So he gets out of like a direct uh threat of war at yeah. like uh the theater of war. So they but take now, him off the front lines with Iran. Now it's like assassination threats more so, right? Ex- no, like literally No, like that's they, his life. Yeah. They he could get shot. The Kurds, so like you know the Kurds now they're fighting with the Syrians. The Kurds got fucked brutally by Saddam Hussein. They're, it's like an ethnic problem. Yeah. They're very inter, uh, like interracial type of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Kurds, a lot of separation. The Kurds take any shot they can at, at the Hussein family. Like literally, if if you have like a pen knife and you're six feet away, it's your uh-huh. job to rush them. If you could plan <laughs> to like ambush them with like fifty guys with AKs, you have to do it. Like the, yeah, that kid Hus- shot at him. Remember? Uh, yeah. But that's I think is the real story. Is yeah. actually he ends up getting wounded by like. A fifteen-year-old kid yeah, like is the kid. one who ends up like uh, shooting him. Yeah, They're not really? the real the, one. The real one? He yeah, gets the... Crippled. the real guy ends yeah. up getting crippled apparently by U.S. forces. 
Like it's, shot in the spine or something? Yeah, basically ambush is like he's getting either getting in or out of a car. Yeah. And like motorcycle type professional assassins show up with like an automatic pistol, unload into him, cripple them, and he, then eventually I think they both sons died in oh, really? uh, the very beginning of the second Iraq war. They like... They were both in a building. They bombed, they bombed the mansion or something, Exactly. Right? And the U.S. just, like, sent six Tomahawk <sighs> missiles into that block yeah. where they were, and they said, like, no. Every yeah. single person, like, all the Republican Guard here. guys they were with, yeah. every single Everyone person was, was dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked but up. But it's a fascinating story. It's a great story. movie. You should watch it. Um, it's yeah. one of those weird, bizarre stories of, like, yeah. you can't imagine this happening of just, like... Is there footage of him, how he acted? Yes. There's, oh, there's tons uh, of actual Uday footage. Like, any time... So is like, he kind of like that he is? Does he ever have random guns shooting Sociopath, in the dude. He's I feel like I've seen this Power or, or picture or snippets prince. of him just being like, yeah, like... He's a prince. Of it's such a cliche story of it, having one evil... Spoiled, evil, fucking. He's the evil monster side. Everything you ever want. And so I think you you might have seen him because like the um, it's like a golden AK or something. Exactly. So there's that video of Saddam, and Saddam is in like his green fake army shit with a little that funny hat. He's swagging out hard. He's on a balcony shooting up in the air. I think this is basically when the U.S. uh, stop helping Kuwait and that war ends. And both the sons are on either side, and they're doing the exact same thing. They both all have like chromed out or like mm. maybe it's brass, but it's probably gold. No, yeah, that. fucking big like nineteen elevens. They're all shooting in the air. They're celebrating something. Yeah, but you, you can see that on YouTube, and also you can see uh, videos of them speaking. I think they like one of them spoke at like the. Some Saudi oil convention thing, and it's I heard like, about this. He's spe- he's speaking in Arabic, yeah. But he's like basically on behalf of his dad giving he's like, the we're shakes the shit. a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. he's like fuck you, we're it, the best. Exactly. You guys are nothing. We're the shit. They were all super nationalists. Like he, they, the Hussein family thought like they were a rat. You know what's funny? Like, that's why it existed. Is adopting the Western men, the Western uh, mentally mentality, um, but being. But, you know, you see a lot of rich people of other countries do that, right? Well, they all get educated in the, yes! either the UK oh, yes! or, or in some uh, like, uh, Ivy League. Bashar al-Assad and like... So they well, I saw it. I and think the Jordanian you... president. Yes. They all went to like Yale They all have like English accents. They <laughs> all have go. English accents. Yeah, Assad yeah. especially is yeah. like, he sounds like Boom either them. French or British. Yeah. Yes! It's so weird when yeah. you see people and they spent so British. much time outside because he's he's royal pretty much. And you got like a English guy who's German and he's and he's English, a, a German chancellor and he's English. And you're like, how did that happen? Because all the happen? legacies go to like the London School of Economics, dude. And like the English so they are have running to be everything. there with the affluent, right? They have to have those connections, like yeah, dude, it's their club, proper, yeah. proper, yeah, yeah, proper club. That's what they did right, man. English really put together a. Very well ordered system of schooling and education that the only of the elite could go yeah, to. Yeah, tiered. It's very tiered. They fucking did that right because that's where they really. That's where you learn. Bro, oh, um, apparently there's this, uh, you know, the spying English spies and stuff like that. There's, there's like, a school for it. Yeah, there's like all these. It's it's just Spy this school. high level of being alive, I guess. 
It's just a high level of That's thinking. That's some fucking pressure, man. I don't think you could be. I don't. Oh, I would love it, baby. Being... Nah, man. Oh, you would love it, dude. I have way too much anxiety. Be no, you, you, you're doing it. I just be like, just like biting my nails in you're, the operation you're room. Fucking, you're built for that. You're built for that, yeah, bro. Yeah. Your parents built <laughs> you that. Yeah. Off. If your parents could have sent, if your parents had all the money, they would send you to the best school from the youngest, wouldn't they? They'd just be like, send him away, make him amazing, you know. That's what they do, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They teach you everything. I, I wanted to start a, a badass school. School for men, okay? Get this. Or whoever the fuck wants to join, I don't care. But school it's a badass men. place, right? Yeah. What we do is we we teach you armed training, knife training. We teach you, like, uh, fucking karate or then whatever. Then teach you how to walk, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, then, and then we teach you how to, like, take somebody down, hunt. Krav Maga. Uh, air, everything, like basically turn basically survival a marine school. Yeah. Yeah, school. school. Yeah, fuck yeah. A, sur a, a survivor North school. North Star, figure that shit and out. And you, 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 you go in there because I think this for men especially. We don't have a uh, like other than fatherhood or whatever. Like work, there's no real test for a man. There is, but it's like not really. It's like you can l be lazy. If you do this, it's just like a thing you get. On your fucking thing, like, yeah, I'm trained. I'm like all this stuff, but like they you're should man lot... certified. Yeah, you're, you're male certified. You're a man. Yeah, man certified. You're certified man. Badass certified. A CM. And you get that shit. Um, man certified man. And you get about three years to do it. You get like a three year period where you can become certified man. <laughs> You're just talking, you're just going over the military conscription. Yeah, that, I was going to say, like, in, in Switzerland, I think it's between, like, 18 and 25, you have to go and take army training. Wow. What? In I believe this. That's not true. You know what? I like this. It, oh, Switzerland yeah. does not require military Whoa. service, does it? Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure they I, do. Are you sure, dude? Switzerland? That doesn't sound right. Oh, dude, those motherfuckers are down. They have everything. Dude. You want to talk about a place that's got everything? Denmark, Switzerland. I want to move to Copenhagen. Zentropa Studios. Lars von Trier. Lars yeah. confirmed? How yeah. many years? So or once you turn 18, you yeah. have to have done it by the time you're 25. It's basically like going into the Is Army Reserves. Is it six reserves. months or what? Yeah, it's basically yeah. Ba basic training. So it's like yeah. six to nine yeah. months. And then every single person has a uh, uh, like a military service weapon in yeah. their home. And yeah, there's some people with rifles. I remember one of the weirdest things is it in Switzerland A lot of the highways are rigged to explode so that if someone invades the country They blow up all the highways <sighs> on the outside of the country So you can't like go in from Italy. You can't go in from wow. Germany. It's crazy wow. They also have bunkers Dude, inside, inside the in mountains, mountains. Yeah. Yes, dude. The dude I'm they're very afraid about being attacked. Nobody knows the way shit they about cut Switzerland. The mountains bro. is fucking amazing. Like in Switzerland, you'll take like a train that cuts That's through a mountain, and the tunnel that that the train feeds through mm -hmm. is it clears. The hole is like clearing the train six inches on each side. Yeah, the it's margin cut is perfectly so... for this fucking thing. It's just like. <sighs> And then you just open up into the most beautiful landscape, blue waters. It's fucking yeah, yeah around like I, Lake Como dude. between like Italy and Switzerland. It's like the most beautiful sort of like mountains, lakes. It's amazing. Switzerland big is houses. unbelievable. Dude, I was actually I did the reserves. I was in the navy for six years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like naval reserves, but uh, I actually also because Sudanese, you also have to do two years military service. And all the people I grew up with, we all kind of escaped that because we came to Canada. So I always had it in the back of my mind to that, like, I kind of escaped it. I cheated it almost. Uh, 
Well, I hear that like guilt. it's similar in Israel. It was Israel. just guilt. I, yeah, I actually thought like, and because you remember I told you like trying to be the most impressive. Like all yeah. I was trying to be was to be the most impressive person. You know, so that's you what, have all the skills. all the things. So I got into engineering school. I finished high school early. I was like, let me join the military. That's like, a oh, sick fuck. thing. You that's something I, mean? I like, wish I did. I well, wish I, I mean, that. I did it for the totally wrong intentions, bro. I joined. Yeah. I was a fucking. I ended up pretty much getting kicked out because I didn't progress for six years. I was like a parasite to the whole system. It was all about. <laughs> but the, it was all yeah. about being in the military. It wasn't about excelling. It was about being able to tell people, "Yeah, I'm in the navy." You but, know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it was about. It was about just the superficial. Yeah. The title. Yeah. The title. That's the title. it. I I I don't know. I I just respect so much more of like the military. Oh fuck yeah, man! Once people. you see there's real oh, people in there that are really ready to die. Yeah, they're really sacrificing their ready. lives. They're. I do. You can't think of it as that, but they're really trying to be as. Uh, competent as they can be in their trade, yeah, and they are willing to die, and they're good people. Once you see that, and you're like, "Dude, I'm a piece of shit," you know what well, I mean? Makes and you feel lazy. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel like a fucking prick. You know, it makes but you feel like an asshole. Are great, like what? But they're there. That's she... what's good to know. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's great. It's great that that, that that's there. And that's why the. The hand of the government is really powerful. Yeah, it's funny it's because there's people. There's a constant surge of people that are willing to fight, to kill or die, and for kill it, yeah. and fight. And that's true power <laughs> is being able to just have your hand slowly creep out year after year. Just get those reserves up. Um, yeah, but it's a. It's. I think it's. I think it's like a testament to uh, my f my like Ethiopians in Ethiopia. Just like the life that they lived over there was so crazy because my grand my grandfather was the judge of an Ethiopian monarch and the time of a unraveling in the time of a, the Ethiopian war and revolutions in like the eighties. And we had butlers, we had fields, we had hunting like hunting ranges that we can go we had this massive houses you know everybody was like we were rich yeah rich absolutely. and it was beautiful like country. plantation owners in yes. the south yes like how they live There's very well my mom was a rich yeah. kid and then it went yeah. from that to 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 moving in with some person after Dipping, her yeah. brother just got shot in the streets by some guy, and her father just died, and all the land and the rights and everything was taken away, and the government changed. They killed Isla Selassie. They took, they broke the monarchy, you know, yeah. or, or the emperor, you know, um, and then they, and then they changed the entire system, and it's like I get nothing. So my parents always felt this great loss, and my, and uh, they moved here to get more, but me. I was kind of like indoctrinated with this Western type of mentality at a young age. And when I go to school, you know, I'm like, I'm just trying to be one of the kids, you know, just trying to be cool. But then when I go home, it's like success, success, success. So I think a lot of people can deal with that, like yeah. that immigrant thing. I wish, I always wished I grew up in a white family, you know, like just like easygoing, just like, you know, I get did. a C, oh, I did. a C or a D. I did. But yeah. I don't know. But I did. Oh, I yeah, did. I did. For did, years. Did. I yeah. did. Like, for yeah. over a decade, I fucking resented how I was living. Yeah, right? Because kids would come back from, 
the cottage on the weekend. Kids would come back jet skiing all weekend, yeah. talking about jet skiing. And I spent the weekend in an Ethiopian man's basement being beat to memorize Quran. Yeah, I, ha- I remember. <laughs> you know, I and I'm just like, it. you know what I mean? They're like, what do you do? I was like, you know, just like in game. You know, yeah. like, ah, you know? I, c- I couldn't leave like, until the 10th uh, until I finished I my timetables. Exactly. Dude, I had to. I was <laughs> down there with Somalians and Eritreans. We were just memorizing Quran. And he was walking with a stick and we have to recite it right. Oh, my or God. Or we get the stick. That's crazy. I did that till I was 13, bro. <laughs> Imagine that. And I couldn't tell my white friends. That's I was embarrassed by it. Like, me... you're being beaten to learn scripture? Yeah. yeah In yeah. London? Who's beating you? How is this happening yeah, here? Yeah. Like, how is this yeah. operation? My parents were paying what this is guy this? to do this. Paying this, this guy? Yeah, he was this a teacher. This is insane. His name was Duxi. He was a teacher. He was a Duxi, old Ethiopian uh, Quran-memorized guy. Oh, my God. Who just God. worked like a random government job, and on the weekends, he beat immigrant kids, kids to memorize. How <laughs> fucked is that? <laughs> Duxi. Oh. Duxi. Oh, dude, dude, my brother, I found out... To, I found out that... I found out that... Uh, Okay, well, we gotta wrap it up, but like, I just wanted to say, man, I found out like that my, uh, bro- I had a brother, randomly. You told me you came out of nowhere. <laughs> came out of nowhere at twelve. How old were you? I was like uh, in sixth grade. He was half brother, right? He's a half brother from yeah. my dad's side. Yeah, I had the same half brother on dad's side. And did you just get that out of random? No point. Well, no, no, they were on his way. Was he on his way? Five when I was five or six years old is where the first time I got introduced. So. Uh, that's not bad. But they certainly were like estranged and yeah. at a distance. It was so weird because he moved in with me and my whole family. We were this big family and all of a sudden this random black dude yeah. older than me comes in the picture. He doesn't know any English and I'm here. I love that. So what do you I'm guys teaching do for him. fun? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's 25, 26. He's 25? Oh, dude, I thought he was younger than you. Way older. Just, and he... <laughs> And he fucked, there like, and he lived in the basement, <laughs> took over the half the basement, and all of a sudden now there's this like older guy who doesn't speak English from Ethiopia, trying to find his way in Canada, and he always felt separate from the family, and it's so fucked because we moved to California and we didn't bring him, but he so just stayed here. Stay? Have you met him since? Yeah, we've we've hung out, we've talked, we've been so now friends he has, for a little while. But does he have broken English now? Oh, he's Where's his no, he's good English now. His English, is yeah, good. he took his it's high school, years. got his. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, he learned English. He's 40 now, or how old is he? Yeah, he's like 30-something, 38, yeah. something like The 37. He's got two girls. He's got a wife. He lives in Washington, D.C., in the States. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And he's my half-brother. Maybe I can, so he's doing I fine. can go to the States. I don't know. He's doing fine. Dude, he's doing more than fine, but he's a fighter, man. He used to, like, he was a fighter over there in Ethiopia. Just getting into fights, getting into anger. trouble. Anger, bro. Just lots of trouble. Yeah. My older brother's the same way, dude. P- you my know? whole life. Yeah. yeah. Anger. But just... he he changed it in here and he just there's this immigrant thing where it's just he just came up and wouldn't accept the failure, I guess. You know? It's just embarrassment. Embarrassment. It's shame. And it fucking I can dude, you can tell like this guy's always on the grind. There's just people that just don't stop grinding. It's like, goddamn, sit back and enjoy your life. But you know, he's got the things he wants, I think, you know. But we never talk. It was just a weird tension between. Is there a weird tension between you and your half brother? Fuck yeah. Oh. He's, tw- he's 20 years old. He oh. lives in BC. Like, if I never. Dude, see- something about the West. They're all in the West. Yeah. Half brothers go to the West. If I never see or speak to him again, I would not mind. Yes. He- I genuinely like feel. He is like a. It's some guy. It's yeah. some guy. And, and also, he like 
But like he I, did. we should share the my dad. He yeah. did not particularly like our dad, but he he and my half sister like they treated my mom like shit. Oh. So it's like mm. Yeah. It's it's tough to get along even as adults now is like they yeah, it's just like it's this a is a thing. fucking stranger yeah, who's rude to exactly. my mom. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. we're talking about the country lines. This is just another person. Yeah, it's, it's so it's oh so my, arbitrary. You don't owe them what? anything. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like my mom is like everything. Close. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. As yeah, close as just, a mom could be. Yeah, so just it's like, two other like sperms in your dad's balls of like millions. Yeah, who were they were twenty years old. Both of them were twenty years old by the time I was born. Yeah, so it's like I think my brother's. I'm twenty six. I think my brother's forty six. So oh wow, it's a it's some guy. Yeah, yeah. One time my brother comes. And, and you know I love him and stuff like that. We never really talked, but he came out of nowhere. He's like, ten, like eight years after my dad died, and he goes to my mom, right? And he's like, uh, uh, I think, you know, dad was holding money for us, you know, and he owed like twenty thousand dollars, and he said he'd give him back, and he said he was in, the, and my mom almost gave him all this money, and it, she didn't know, and she just felt bad, and she told me about it. like fuck. What are you doing? You're just giving a guy money because he said it's something like that. It's like, dude, if that happened, that was a long time ago, yeah. and it should have been handled. But Get out of here. Yeah, what are Eight you doing? Years, you know, like, you're clearly just in need you're of money just now. Money and you, yeah. money. And He's like, let's play this. Let's do this Hail Mary attempt. Yes. And yeah, it's I'm, so strange. My siblings have done the same people, fucking thing. Family. Sh- shaking down my parents for, like, Fuck. help them get f- home renovations. It's not oh. like someone's sick. Or if I invest in this, like, I could, I'm could, i going to start my business. It's like, I want nicer furniture. Well, fucking everybody oh, does. Oh, my God, yeah. I swear it's for his business. But, you know, I... I don't know, family's family, but dude, whatever. Yeah, I mean, we but could sit can't. here and talk about all the little things, but at the end of the day, dude, family's family. You gotta, you have to. But like, I'm saying, that's like, the basic just be rule. careful with everybody, because like, you never know with, with people. It's just sometimes people get weird, even if you're in a relationship with them, they can get weird, and you gotta look out for yourself. And I hate saying that, but like, you gotta have yourself. You gotta have a group of people that you uh, will support no matter what, no matter anything. Sure. I think everybody should have that. Like your family is the person, regardless if, of right but, or wrong. You just support them. So at least they have that person that will support them no matter but what. But so one person has one. Everyone has a group. That's it. Yeah, that's great. And I think that's yeah, a yeah, beautiful that's note good. to we end on. That. All right, this has been the first episode of the immigrant section. I'm Thanks so much too. for coming. Bro, my yeah. boy Ezra Shetu, aka Ezra Pound. Yeah, yeah. Right here both. Check He's out like... the Castronauts podcast. That's another one. Fuck yeah! Find Check a out. Boss Wahaba on there for show. Yeah, I think I did an episode a couple months back. Hell yeah, dude! We had a blast in his backyard. Yeah, dog, it was fun. It was but fun. yeah, man, I would like to have you back on as soon as possible, bro. All right, man. Thank you, homie. All right, Later. we're out. We're out.